0: All right, yo, 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 Myra B. King in the building. Mojo, how you feeling? I'm, I'm good. I'm
1: having a lovely day. I ain't watching no lovely. football, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from these young
0: bovis. All right, all right. Yeah, the Kansas City and Baltimore playing right now. Look like a pretty good game.
1: Yeah, the NFL is in good hands. And shouts out to the Honey Badger back with uh, Kansas City. I seen you got a pick six, brother proud of you man coming from getting kicked out of lsu to being a super bowl champion a hero to the kansas city chiefs man shouts out to you brother
0: shouts out to him that's what's up That is dope um yeah and shouts
1: out to the um the dude that plays for tampa i forget your name sir but you got the first pick six twice in a game you had two pick sixes for the first time since 2012 appreciate you diamond dissing or whatever your last name is that plays for the chicago sky WNBA. drop thirty six and seven shouts out to her as well no, you know even though candace parker didn't get in on that she only
0: had six i
1: think she had six points or something like that but i think she had like six or seven rebounds so that's cool but yeah shouts out to diamond
0: all right shouts out man um We have um, an important story on the docket today. I want I want to welcome you all. First of all, how are you all feeling today on this beautiful night? It's not too hot, not too cold. Chill Sunday, you know. Um, Welcome to our crime, our true crime edition. And I wouldn't call it true crime, you know. But hey, whatever you want to call it. But um. What I can say, Mojo, is that there has been a lot of. stringed, violent attacks happening, especially with domestic violence, killings, you know. um, Boyfriend killed girlfriend, mother, you know, like family, close, edgy killing type violence stuff. Hmm. You know what I mean, um, but however, um, I want to get into this story one in particular because it's kind of um, it's kind of struck me a little bit, man. Not a little bit; it did. It 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 played with a few heartstrings of mine. Um, I don't know if you heard it or not, but out in uh, New York, um, Harlem to be specific, a thirty-one year old, um, she had just she was having her baby shower. Had her two kids there. Um, the father of her unborn child was there. It was a baby shower Then her ex-boyfriend shows up. And um, tries to shoot her boyfriend, but ends up fatally killing her, shooting her in the face on her baby shower, killing her and the unborn. Um, I can get more specific. Uh, It happened. um, The baby shower was on September 12th, Sunday. Investigators say the suspect fatally shot Shanice Young, 31, once in the face and once in the head Sunday at approximately 1.15 a.m. in front of her building at 300 West 128th Street near Frederick Douglass Boulevard. EMS rushed the pregnant woman to Harlem Hospital, but medics couldn't save her nor her unborn child. Distraught friends and family members lashed out, accusing Young's ex-boyfriend of stalking her. Sources said Young, her two daughters, the father of her unborn child and other relatives had just finished celebrating at her baby shower at a nearby location for several hours. And were taking gifts from her car into the uh, building lobby. I helped her put the gifts into the car and I said, I'll see you tomorrow. Her shocked father says, 57 years old. Mm. This baby is coming in five days, daddy, get ready. I said, I'll be ready. That's the last thing she said to me. Reports stated that an ex-boyfriend then abruptly confronted them. The gunman came in, chasing the boyfriend, explained the building superintendent. They ran through here and out the other side, and they ran down the stairs. Once back out on the street, they tussled, and Chinese young attempted to intervene, which is when her ex, who was wearing a camouflage face mask, allegedly let off his gun, striking Young once in the head as her stunned 15 and six-year-old daughters witnessed from the car and the shooter ran off. She stepped in between it to break it up and caught and got caught in the middle, an NYPD spokesperson revealed. However, conflicting reports contend that the suspect targeted her after her boyfriend got away, as opposed to accidentally shooting her while aiming for him based on interviews with relatives, witnesses and videos, police sources says. Um, they have arrested him, he was on the run. Um, he's 40 years old, they, they have arrested him. Um, she has allegedly um, endured years of, years of abuse at his hands before her death. And her father revealed that she had three orders of protection against her ex since their split. Her father added she put him out because he was cheating on her. And he does this because she had another boyfriend. So um, it goes on to say, you know, she was a beautiful person and Saturday shooting is one of the hundred that the NYPD liaison has been called to in the summer of 2021 with more than 800 shootings this year alone with 1000 victims. These gun violence stats have doubled since 2019. Um, It's getting wicked out here, man like just a 31 years old to go like that on your baby shower five days away from giving birth and your 15 and 16 year old daughters witness your death. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, is this
1: so it's a confusing story a little bit. So was she with the dude that came and shut up the party? That was her ex-boyfriend. Okay, when they say ex, ex of what? Like, were they, were they together when she found the new nigga? Or did she just, you know, drop him and then find a new dude? And this is what it came to.
0: Uh, well, according to the article, what I'm able to pull out of it, they weren't together. She had three orders of protection out against him. Um, she had moved on, mm. was having a baby by, the, by, by someone else. They had been broken, broken apart. And, um, well, not broken, broken up. And um, he shows up to confront the new boyfriend. I guess they're saying the new boyfriend was able to run and get away. She intervened and he he in turn start going after her. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, listen, I don't, you know, I'm not placing blame on anyone, but future reference, ladies stay out of a man's business this ain't got nothing to do with y'all I keep telling them I keep telling women like the story we had last week with old girl getting shot 17 times that's an anomaly when women argue and y'all get into it whatever beef y'all have the worst it's gonna get is a knife getting pulled and somebody getting put cut when men don't agree we kill each other period there's nothing else to talk about I'm gonna kill this nigga sadly but that's where men's mind go I have to get him off the earth Y'all don't know if y'all think like that a lot, but that's the mindset of a man in that type of situation. That's his mindset. If he showed up with a gun and he's chasing that man with a gun, you are pregnant, ma'am. Get out the way. Get out the way. Unfortunately, get out the way. I don't mean to sound evil or nothing like that because obviously, you know, we're mourning the loss of this woman, but this is for future reference. Ladies, in this situation, step the hell back and let them do what they're going to do. Whatever's going to happen, happens. But you stay out of it because you ain't got no gun and you're pregnant. You can't help no way. Step out of it. Let them do what they going to do or let him do whatever he was going to do to your baby daddy and deal with the consequences afterwards. That's why you filed not one, not two, but three court documents against the nigga. Soon as you knew he was in the area, you should have called the police. Period. And men, we got to stop all that. Oh, don't call the police. I can handle this nigga shit. No, if you got a court order, baby. Call the police on that negro. I'm not going to fight this nigga. I'm not going to fight with no man and you know already filed a police report on him. Now nah, call the feds. Get him up out of here. Get him up out of here. Get him up out of here cuz if you don't, you see what happens. His anger towards this man turned around and went towards this woman. Unfortunately. But go ahead, niece, my bad.
0: No, um
1: it need to be said, man. I see too I see far too many women get involved when they baby daddy or they boyfriend or whatever the case may be, they got something going on. And ladies, you got to understand it's the difference between riding for your man and being dumb. If both of them niggas got dr- um, guns drawn, you're stupid. If you jump in between
0: that, you're stupid. Um, but, but, but hold on, bring your tone and the harsh words down. Somebody did use yeah. life. you like, you wanna- no, 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 I'm not. That's
1: why I said, I'm not even talking about yeah, this. I'm
0: talking future
1: reference. I, that's why I gave an explanation. women, if your man is into it with another man and they've got guns drawn, step out of it. Do not stand in between. Don't stand on the side. None of that. Get away from it. Cause it's going to end ugly majority rules. In is- her situation it's sad to hear it is though. Like I said, I hate to hear it. And I've heard several stories like this, not like her specifically, but I've heard a couple stories of, you know, there being altercations and the woman stepping in like, Hey, You need to leave and she end up being the victim. And that's sad to hear, especially you know, because a man didn't did it. And as a man, you shouldn't even have that type of ill towards a
0: woman. Exactly.
1: To want to kill her or put your hands on her, anything like that. If you feel like you want to slap the shit out of her because of the way she's been treating you, you need to reevaluate yourself and get away from that woman. That is an evil force that she is pulling upon you to make you hate her so much you want to slap the taste out of her mouth. Get away from her. And you need to get yourself together and ladies vice versa. If you feel like you want to bust this nigga windows out of his car, burn his house down, all this other stuff, get away from him. Mm. Get away from him immediately. He is putting bad energy in you and he's clouding your judgment. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: don't believe me. Go watch the last interview with a woman who got shot 17 times. And we found out that the woman who did this shooting is leaving behind a child to go into the system. Don't put that over your child.
0: Also, uh, now this, this story here blew my mind. Like, I I know you probably saw this one in the news, but the back end and the follow-up story to this next crime that I'm about to read out is freaking ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> I think this takes the cake. Now, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this ro- name wrong, but. Apologies if I do, but Alex Murda. Oh, yeah. Don't get into it, please.
1: <laughs> man, I was, was just look, looking at that article. Lord, get bring into it.
0: Down. Okay, so Alex Murda surrendered to authorities on Thursday after allegedly staging his suicide so that his son could cash in on a $10 million life insurance policy. Yep. Man hired The man hired to shoot him, Curtis Edward Smith, had his bill set at $55,000. The South Carolina lawyer, which is a guy who got shot, who survived a roadside shooting earlier this month, has admitted he arranged for a hitman to kill him in a scheme to leave a $10 million life insurance policy to his son. NBC News reports Alex Murdoch, 53, allegedly hired Curtis Edward Smith, 61, to shoot him in the head in order for Murdoch's son to be paid out his life insurance policy. Smith faces charges of assisted suicide, assault, and battery of a high-aggravated
1: wow. nature,
0: pointing and presenting a firearm. Insurance fraud and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud, according to the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. Richard Alex Murdoch conspired, conspired with Curtis Edward Smith in an area of... a. Uh, Miss Oh, Miss, Mr. Rona provided Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith with a firearm and directed Mr. Smith to shoot him in the head for the purpose of causing Mr. Murdoch's death and allowing for a payment of a stated death benefit. Yeah. Now, hold on, got one more. The news arrives less than two weeks after Murdoch survived being shot in the head on September 4th while changing a tire on a rural highway just three months after both his wife and son were murdered. On June 7th, Murdoch reported that he found his wife, Margaret, and 22-year-old son, Paul, dead outside of their home in South Carolina. The death remains under investigation by state police. Just last week, HBO Max announced that the family story will be the subject of a documentary series. Wow.
1: I mean another thing that's that's messed up about this whole situation is that the the thing the thing came out on Thursday. And he turned himself in. But when he first when it first popped off his bond was set at 55,000 for presenting a firearm insurance fraud and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Yeah.
0: That's
1: right. And they gave him a $55,000 bond for that. He turned himself in later on that day, right? When he turned himself in for the charges, Hampton County Magistrate Judge Tanya Alexander, once again, Tanya Alexander, T-O-N-J-A, Alexander set his bond at 20000 He was released on his own recognition, and he's allowed to return to an out-of-state rehabilitation facility without GPS monitoring. How is this? How? How sway, in the words of Kanye, how sway, how does a man who gave someone a firearm and instructed them to fake an insurance scheme on suicide with him. How was he even given a $55,000 bond in the first place? Let alone when he turned himself in, it got lower.
0: So I would like to know were they having some type of financial problems because if, if now I didn't pull all this from the article, but I'm just assuming it was just the, the wife, the husband, and the two boys. So the wife, so the wife and one son is already deceased. So you mean to tell me you were gonna hire somebody to kill you and only, and, and the son is all left by himself? Like, what was really going on, as far as like, like, like what, like what, what would cause all of this? Like, were you all, were you, was he in debt? Because he it did say he was a lawyer. Was he in some type of debt? Were some people after him? Or, but to Mojo to arrange for somebody to shoot you in the head. Like, you know, you're telling me to shoot you in the head. You know, it's going to be over for you. That takes some that's a whole nother level level set of balls. You have to have. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: and I mean, you know, yeah, and the person that did it, that's another reason. Like I said, 50000 to 20000 this is a low-ass bond. The man that he set up to kill him or shoot him in the head, Curtis Edward Smith, 61 years old, was not only a former legal client of his, Nisha, it was his long-time drug dealer. Huh? Myra. Myra. Myra, my bad, I'm sorry. Yeah, but Myra, it was his long-term drug dealer. He's a longtime drug dealer and a formal client. So I'm assuming that you may have gotten this man off on a drug case before. 61 oh, years old.
0: Oh, okay, okay. You're saying the guy that, the, the hit man. Yeah, the a- hit
1: man was 61 years old, Curtis Edward Smith. He was given the gun. But this was a former client of his and a long-term drug dealer. Long-time drug dealer.
0: And he was finna give. It's like it's like he almost knew something it's it's kind of like
1: i tell you what though Nisha, I before, did he my, realize, before you ahead. continue murdoff on september 3rd it came out that allegedly he had been misappropriating funds reports claim that he embezzled at least a million dollars but the firm has not publicly given a number yet so the law firm he worked for allegedly he was embezzling dollars
0: okay so now it's starting to unpack now yeah. the suit is starting to be revealed a bit so oh, yeah yes he was probably clearly about to go down yeah i think he was about to go down absolutely yeah. and he was just like hey if i'm going this this is how i want to go out let me plan the way i want to go out and at least my son to be straight he he he'll be a multimillionaire but what a freaking way to be a mil- you see what they doing for this money i'm going to arrange all this death just so you can have the money like, that that's a different level of factuation with some stuff that's temporary. Like, I just, that doesn't, that doesn't resonate with me quite. Like, But then again, like, I'm not in that life. You know what I mean? Like, being embezzling money, the, the walls are caving in on you. You, you. Your wife and your son is gone. We don't know how to, their, their death is being investigated. You got one son left. And here you are te- conspiracy on your own death for somebody to take you out to leave your only son behind. Probably don't have his uh, whole immediate family is gone now.
1: Yeah. And not- I mean, you know, his family has held office in that city of uh, what is this collecting county? They've held office for three generations. Three generations worth. That's how deep his bloodline runs in this town, and how deep it ran through that system with his family being of lawyers and whatnot. You know,
0: man, it's man crazy. Green, man, being green to have you doing some things. Yeah, puzzling money, and I'm interested for to- you to
1: come home and find your mother, mu- find your wife and son dead, and then on top of that. A few months later, after you've been investigated for the murder, it comes out that you've been embezzling a million dollars worth of money plus more. No one's put a number on it. They're saying a million. The company is, yet, you know, the law firm has come out to say how much it actually was. Well, we do know it was something. Oh, it was something. And this is crazy. You know, um, his son was 22. You know, Um, I think the other one, his wife, I believe, was 53. This is this is crazy.
0: Man, it's, it's, my bad. Um... No, no, no.
1: He's 53. I'm sorry. He's 53. And he signed away the rights to represent um, the estate for his son who had turned 22 when they found him after he had died. Okay. So this is crazy, because like I said, that's why I was wondering where the three generations of law come from. Well, he stepped down on his own son's murder case from a place in office that they've held for three generations. So, like you said, once again, your wife and your son did You're allegedly embezzling one million dollars plus more of money. And on top of that, you hold a seat in the office that's been held for, like I said, three generations. That's over 30 years in an office and you step down on the one court case that you should be on you could say a conflict of interest oh that's his son and everything but i'd assure you if you've been in office that long three generations you're getting involved in your family's murder you Mm -hmm. might not be on the paperwork per se but behind the scenes you're guiding that investigation especially if you're as high rank as this man was talking about he told dispatches he came home and found his wife and son shot lying on the ground outside of the kennels of the family's property. And then a few months later, that's on June 7th, you know what I'm saying? Then he withdrew his application on September 2nd. And all of a sudden on September 3rd, it comes out, he allegedly embezzled a million dollars. And then on September 4th, now all of a sudden we got an attempted, you know, Superficial gunshot wound to the head is what Fox News called it verbatim. So yeah, this this is funny. I ain't gonna say it's funny, but you know this is this is what law is about, you know. And then on September sixth, he resigned from the law firm, releasing a statement saying he made a lot of decisions that he truly regret, and was entering a drug rehabilitation facility once again. The man he paid to get him out of here not only was a client, but was a drug dealer.
0: And then he and now he's about to enter. He wants to enter a a drug rehab facility. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. He stepped away
1: from office. He stepped away from the firm on July. I mean, on September 6th, said he did a lot of stuff that he wasn't proud of. He made a lot of decisions that he regrets, which anyone knows in law as a person in his position. If you say that, then they have to go back and open up every single case that you have tried. And anyone that's been convicted has got a chance of getting out of jail now because you said I made a lot of decisions I truly regret. But he flipped the script and said I was entering a drug rehabilitation facility. And that's why, you know, um, when we did the interview with old girl with the 17 shots, I was very loose in how I used the word mental health when it came to, you know, the shooter because she could get off with that. And I don't think she may have been just mentally ill. I just think she might have been, you know, if I, I ain't gonna say I think, but personally, you know, no,
0: but there's a there's a there's a paper trail, too yeah you yeah know, yeah, absolutely didn't she, say, didn't she say that she had an order of protection out on her or she's yeah. been coming to the house multiple times does she call her phone multiple yeah. times like yeah no no I'm that, with you on hold that on, that could that could rack up to actually turn out good in her favor that yeah something probably is mentally ill yeah you know if if you're it's not just like all of a sudden the girl just popped up over your crib like yeah. didn't she say one day the girl tried to break in her house yeah the girl and broke I mean the house too?
1: Yeah, if I was her lawyer, I would shoot for premeditated murder because we conversated over the phone and you said you're gonna come shoot my windows up, and I said yeah, okay, and I hung up, and you actually came and shot me up, so that could go as premeditated murder. But like you said, it also could go in a favor, where but you know hold on, let me, let me, she's let me been
0: back, back, back for, for audience who, who probably don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about um a young lady Nicole Jones that we interviewed a couple of days ago. The interview is uh, up on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube. However, you want to check it out. Yeah, she was um shot 17 times. Miraculously, she survived. She told us her story. Um, she was uh, shot 17 times by her boyfriend's uh, alleged girlfriend. The girlfriend had been, um, well, the other girl had uh, been calling her phone, threatening her. They had actually fought a couple times. The girl show, showed up at her house, tried to break in. Uh, they got into a couple phone arguments. And uh, one day the uh, the girlfriend popped up at her house. She thought it was the boyfriend pulling up. So she came outside and when she made it to the car, before she had a chance to uh, beg for her life, she said she started shooting and even got out the car and stood over her and started shooting. So that's just that's just a little background information of what we are uh, discussing. Continue, Mojo. No,
1: nah, you're right. I mean, you know, just in that situation alone, you know, what I'm saying we can say, oh, mental health is one thing, you know, because obviously there's a paper trail. Um, But like I said, it could work in um, Nicole's favor, you know, because clearly, you know, there's something going on here and she is the victim. But on the person who actually did the shooting, like you said, mental health could be an easy, you know, go at, you know, she was given all these warnings. She's got a son, you know, all of this stuff. No one with the right mind, your honor, is going to go out and do this type of, you know, this type of vicious act. Therefore, I want to label her in mentally insane. And instead of giving her a life sentence, I'd like to put her in 10 years in a rehabilitation mental clinic and get her out and give her another chance to society where if I'm Nicole's lawyer, I'm fighting against that. I'm fighting that not only did she know what she was doing, as I said, this is premeditated. You've been given several warnings about messing with this girl. Y'all done fought and everything. Police reports have been complained. They've been filed. Clearly, you don't give a damn about that. You took it. You thought you were the law. You took it in your hands to decide to go over there and shoot her 17 times and try to kill it. This not only was attempted murder, this is premeditated attempted murder. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of charges that I would throw on her if I was her lawyer. But what I will say is that woman that did the shooting 17 times may actually do zero to no time. Just because we're going to say or just because they're going to fight for mentally ill. And I've seen far too many mentally ill cases where that person may just be a wild individual. They're going to file for mentally ill. And instead of getting life, they're looking at five to 10 years. Don't believe me. Wait till the Dylan Roof trial comes up. The guy, the white guy that burnt down the church over there in Carolina. Watch how they try to get off with him and say he's mentally ill as well. Oh, he's mentally ill. No one with the right mind would do that, sir. We want to shoot for uh, mental asylum and all of that other stuff because all that does is just knock time off your credit, you know, knock credit off your time. Just like if you're a drug dealer and you get caught, okay. the best thing for you to say is that I'm a user. You got yeah. caught with you got caught with two kilos of heroin, sir. You're going down for life. No, nah, I was intending to smoke all that. Yes.
0: Yeah, I was gonna smoke it to my lungs, sir. Okay. I also got one more. Go ahead. Let's get it in. But uh. Thoughts and prayers to that family, especially for the absolutely. Especially for the young boy who's oh, man, I can just imagine the heartache that just the circumstances of it, you know, it's not like it was natural causes of death, even with his mom and your brother. And then now your dad tried to take himself out, too. It's like, whoa, like so thoughts and prayers to to the young boy. Um, I couldn't imagine, Um, but uh, now we're headed uh, from so we've been to New York to Carolina. Now we head to Chicago. Sure. Um <laughs> it's usually
1: some good up there. I ain't gonna stand saying what we've gotten into, ain't but usually when we talking shytown Town, baby, they they crimes hit a little different, like New York. They got some different type of crimes out there.
0: <laughs> well, I think I got a mile. Well, I'll shoot. Hey, Chicago dad opened fire on family of daughter's boyfriend killing once. But see, here's the thing. This is where I got a kind of upset. But before I tell how I feel about it, let me read it. When Nathaniel Butler Butler's daughter told him her on again, off again, boyfriend had hit her, he took matters into his own hands. Cook County prosecutors said Butler senior was so irritate. He and his two sons opened fire on the boyfriend's family on August 1st, killing the boyfriend's brother, 35 year old Jerome Jenkins. Prosecutors said. Mm. jenkins father also suffered a grazed wound to his hand in the far south side shooting butler's sons the, butler's sons were ordered held without bill thursday for their alleged roles in the shooting now the judge said hearing the allegations again friday were as troubling as when he first heard them 24 hours before so luke jr and butler senior or held without bill um uh, Minutes before the deadly attack last month, Butler's daughter confronted her boyfriend about his new partner at his West Pullman home, prosecutors said. The couple argued on the porch before the woman started physically attacking her boyfriend, prosecutors said. But she left after her boyfriend's sister came out and allegedly struck her. Butler's senior told police he was intoxicated and had taken ecstasy at his grandmother's home when his daughter came over and told him that her boyfriend had hit her, prosecutors said. Mm. Upon hearing the news, Butler Sr. and his two sons drove to the boyfriend's home on the South 100 LaSalle Street and stepped out of a white SUV. The daughter was allegedly spotted standing at the street corner with another woman. Butler Sr. threw a brick through the window of the boyfriend's home, prompting all six family members to come outside and investigate, prosecutors said. After Mm -hmm. Butler Sr. told them he had thrown the brick, his sons allegedly opened fire from the street. Butler Sr. opened fire to... Butler Sr. Butler Sr. opened fire to and from the front lawn of the home where officers found four shell casings, prosecutors said. Butler Sr., who was arrested Thursday, said he was at the scene of the crime at the time of the shooting, but he denied throwing the brick or shooting a weapon, saying he ran off when the gunfire broke out. Butler Sr.'s lawyer suggested his client may not have been a shooter since the recovering shell casings came from two guns, not three. Um like Mr. like dismissed dismissed the claim saying it was possible that one shooter used a revolver which doesn't discharge spent shell casings. Ah mm. uh, let's see anything of importance else um Maurice Bell did not be in the shooting carrying a backpack with those buter Butler senior lives alone with Butler senior lives alone with six adult children's lawyers. okay that's um <laughs> that's for the most part that's it. Um, i have I just have a quick take about this. um. This is what blows me. Um, and first of all, rest in peace to the innocent life that was lost. Um, a man was killed as a result of this. A man that didn't even put his hands on the woman. You know what I mean? Mm. The Her ex-boyfriend's brother lost his life over some fugazi stuff. You know what I mean? And I don't want to call it. Fugazi. I, I'm not calling this situation fugazi, mm. but, you know, because that would be disrespectful. A life, a life was lost and and all of that. But. This is what I dislike about um, people intervening in in relationships because stuff like this happened. You know, that was her on again, off again boyfriend. You know what I mean? They had trouble. He cheated. They're going back and forth. She alleged that he hit her or, you know, they're, they're fighting back and forth. She goes and get her dad. The two brothers come along. Boom, they you know, and stuff gets started and things get out of hand. You know what I mean? It's like. Now, as a result of something that if you probably didn't even go over there and want to confront him about this, as a result, not only is her ex-boyfriend's brother deceased, but your father's in jail, your two brothers are in jail. And you, my friend, are going through it. As a result, because you feel guilty. You said it. You said it. a whole two families are ruined now. Two families are ruined. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I just like, you know, because it's like when you put, you know, it's like your sister come get you because her boyfriend hit her. Somebody she's on again, off again. And you as a brother, you put as a brother or as a dad. You want to be there and help out. You zooted. it, you went over there, things got crazy, went left. Now, look, now you sitting in jail along with with, with both your kids. And now the girl, she ain't got no daddy. She now she ain't got half our family gone now, so it's free. She free, but she's suffering. Because now she has no relationship now. Now the boyfriend's family is also mad at her now, and, and I'm pretty sure her family's mad at her, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is sad to be honest with you, but um that's why it's important to know, you know, to know your family and know what you're dealing with. I ain't gonna stunt to your niece. I love my family to death. None of them, none of my sisters, nieces, none of them. And I got four sisters and six nieces. Not one of them can come to me and say, Oh, he's been putting his hands on me. I need you to go over there and handle that. And I know what y'all have been going through. No, nah, I'm going to tell you some true shit. No, nah, I'm not going to go over there and lose my life and go to jail or get shot and killed just so you could keep messing on and on with off with him again, or for you to go on and do what you do while I'm sitting behind bars. No, you need to cut him off. You need to get your stuff together. And as a father, for you to go over there and take your sons to go over there and handle that business, I get it. The mindset, you know, my daughter came to me, this nigga putting his hands on my doggo and kill this nigga. You know what I'm saying? But like I told you, that's why we pod, baby. We got to change their mindset. Brother, I don't give a damn if it's your mother. You better vet it. You better vet it. You better vet it. Because if you don't vet it, you'll end up in the situation that we're talking about right now. You and your kids are sitting behind bars awaiting the jail sentence. And these I mean, my I'm here to tell you, put them under the jail. Book them. Put them under the jail. I don't want, I don't want them seeing a lot of day at all. I don't need people like that in the society who are out here willing to take a life off a of first impulse. They ain't did no research. Just first impulse. Oh, you slapped my daughter. Let's go kill him. No, ain't none of that. You don't need to be on the streets. I don't need you out here poisoning the minds of the youth with that type of energy or that type of mindset. Everything has to be well thought out. Everything has to be processed. If you can't go through the process or think it through, then you most likely and most definitely don't need to be doing. And that sounds Man, like fact. what we're getting
0: into. And then he said he what did he said, he popped, he had popped the X pill. Yeah,
1: I'm off of X. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Now,
0: when he said he popped the X pill, do you think that's now I don't I don't I'm not down. he probably wasn't on X or nothing, but do you think that's gonna help him out in court because of his mind, the mind, the uh mental state? My room be
1: honest with you. If he go in there and tell him he was on ecstasy, the jail sentence that I want ain't gonna be nothing compared to what they're gonna give his ass. Mm. How about that? I guess he thought using ecstasy was going to do. Like I told you, oh, well, you know, I was off the drugs. My mental state wasn't together. You picked the wrong drug, fool. Ecstasy is an upper, not a downer. It enhances everything. To be honest with you, doing ecstasy is like taking a mushroom. You're at your full peak, brother. You were everything. You thought it through. But he was off drugs, so that's fine. Say the dad was no, off the of ecstasy. Mind,
0: if you on shrooms.
1: Even, yes, yeah, not- even. No, I'm just saying, like, you're it's a focused drug, you're focused. Okay, but let's go ahead and say the dad was off ecstasy, was intoxicated, he wasn't in
0: the right mind, right? Because, don't, don't they say with X, if you don't they say like if you're on X, if you're in a bad mood, it puts you in a bad mood, but if you feel good, you're gonna feel great.
1: Yeah, that's how any drug is, basically. But I mean, I wanna get off the ecstasy and everything because okay. I'm giving him that pass. Okay, okay. you were okay. on ecstasy, cool, we're gonna give you. 15 years instead of life, but your sons are going under the bridge. How about that? Because hmm. they were dumb enough to follow a man on ecstasy to go create and kill. Like I say, I don't need those type of thoughts and those type of thinkers on the streets, especially in the streets of Chicago. The streets are already done. We definitely don't need you, um, criminals roaming the streets terrorizing our neighborhoods and doing destruction to the community because that's what they did and your daughter's a destruction to the community as well lock her ass up too sorry i don't care if she ain't do nothing she need to go to jail for false i uh false information let's see there we go again with this type of stuff you know all the brothers that get caught you know during the rape cases then it come out that they ain't actually did nothing what happens to them well this is another situation not just for the women but for the men too what happens to them What happens to the woman who go home and lie and say, oh, he slapped me up just because his sister put them hands on you? You went over there looking for beef with him and his sister put the hands on you and you go home and tell your daddy he whooped your ass. So now your daddy didn't grab his pistol, his kids and went over there to handle that. You should be locked away with his ass as a conspiracy to murder. This should go out. This should go down as a Rico charge. Myra. everybody should be going to jail everybody involved, because she was a ringleader, to be honest with you. You premeditated this. You knew that man had not put his hands on you as far as knocking your noodles loose. It was his sister. But you yeah, went home sure. and told your daddy it was him, because you probably knew. If you go home and say, hey, daddy, his sister whooped my ass, he wasn't finna jump up with his gun and go handle nothing. Under ecstasy and yeah. no other influence. But you had to throw that extra salt on there and say, he knocked you out. He put his hands on you, so you could get that reaction that you got out of your father the reaction that you got out of your brothers the oh, way the family yeah. reacted to it this is yeah. a shame man lock them all up and put them <laughs> under the jail and before you lock you the daddy and the brothers up lock her ass up i want her behind bars immediately because she the source of the problem if she would to never remember how back in the day they used to lie oh emmett Till, he stared at the white woman they hung them you know what i'm saying that's what she just did she just lied and had her own people hung in front of her, and then we got another family over here who's grieving the loss. Right, it's and like they ain't I'm, have nothing to do
0: I'm with it father, either, brother. Exactly, somebody yeah. have nothing to do with it. Talk about nothing it. Nothing at all. It's a shame. I lost my life, thirty-five years old. Lock her I probably ass. Probably had bro. kids in the family and everything. Lock her ass. Clean the fuck up. So um, now we're headed back to. This is shame. Is this in? I don't know. This could be in Chicago too, but here's another roller coaster. Okay. An uptown couple who allegedly shot their one-year-old son in the head as they struggled for control of a gun and then tried to cover it up by lying about what happened. Have reached plea deals. In January 2020, Travis McCoy flagged down police officers as he walked into West Hospital with the injured child and said the boy had been shot by gunmen who opened fire on them from a vehicle behind their home in the 800 block of West Leland, prosecutors said. But the officers became suspicious because they were in the immediate area at the time of the of the reported shooting and they didn't hear gunfire. Investigators soon located a a bloody elevator in a high rise residential building on the 800 block of West Eastwood. That led them to a 12th floor apartment where officers found spent shell casings and blood spatter in the kitchen and living room. Police eventually determined that the child was shot when the weapon fired as McCoy and Smith fought over it during an argument, a police spokesperson said. Hmm. Officials said the bullet ricocheted before it struck the boy and it did not penetrate the child's skull. McCoy has now pleaded guilty to being a felon in possession of a firearm. Prosecutors dropped charges of filing a false police report. His girlfriend, Adriana Smith, 29, pleaded guilty to misdemeanor, attempted obstruction of justice, who was reduced, which was reduced from a felony charge. Judge Daniel Gillespie sentenced Smith to two days of time served. He sentenced McCoy to three years and gave him credit for 568 days spent in custody while the case was pending. McCoy, who also received a state standard 50% sentence reduction for anticipated good behavior, did not spend any time in prison for the incident. He will be on parole until July 30 of 2022. Can I go in real fast?
1: This, this is disrespectful. Now, this is a problem with the law that I have. And I don't care about how it comes about, whether it be drug dealers, murderers, uh, Rico, whatever the case may be, because I know a lot of I know a lot of our people will point to that woman that killed that allegedly killed her daughter and buried her in the backyard and didn't serve any time for it and say, well, she got off. Well, no, wrong is wrong. These two mugs need to be locked up under the jail as well. Mm. Both of them. There should be no, there's no such thing as, and that's why I hate with lawyers and that's why I hate law. And when it comes to lawyers, I don't even fuck with them. I don't like lawyers at all because they're all evil and slimy. I don't care how good of a lawyer you claim or how good of a person you claim to be as a lawyer. If you're a lawyer, your job is to finesse and get your client off. And you would know your client is guilty as shit, but since they came to you, it's your job to get them off. That's Mm. What my issue is with lawyers. And that's my issue with the law, because the law permits you to create to commit several crimes. And as long as you can give them some great info, you go home. We call it snitching. You can go home from that. You shouldn't be able to snitch your way out of killing a baby, your child. And then you lied about it. you. Niggas lied about it, said that somebody pulled up on y'all drive by and all this. And then when it all come down to it, to find out y'all. We're struggling over a gun and accidentally shot the child in the head. And the most time y'all did was maybe a week in jail at best. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear probation, parole, none of that. I want to hear, I want to hear the jail cell close. That's all I want to hear.
0: All I want to hear is the jail cell close. And, and what is y'all doing fighting over a gun and, and, and got the one year old son in there in the first place? in a small apartment what is y'all fighting over a gun for that's that's period a like come on now come on man and, I,
1: and for my people out here who say oh well he should have had it on safety and stuff like that not every gun has a safety mine doesn't have a safety and there's plenty of guns out here with trigger fingers where hairpin triggers where you can have it on a safety but as long as you got one in the head the slightest touch and that bullet is coming out on safety so Mm -hmm. let's not even go into that like you said it's long story short they shouldn't have been arguing and uh tussling over a gun first of all second of all why was the one-year-old anywhere near the vicinity but that that all of that just leads me back to my initial point they should be serving fed time (laughs) you say give them fed Fed time." time like they should be locked up with the most Criminally, like, this is them going to type shit. Like, they should be under the jail. Y'all killed this baby and lied about it. Then I caught you in your lie, and you got the nerve to try to tell it. Oh, yeah, since we caught, yeah, let me go ahead and confess and let me go ahead and give a statement and all of that. And they're giving you a pass for that. No, nah, shouldn't be no pass for that. That's why I said, what's wrong with the court system now? Nah, there shouldn't be no passes. There shouldn't be no, oh, I give a statement. And I could get out on lesser time. No, you did the crime, do the time. That, that giving statements out and getting less of time, that should only apply to gang and drug activity because you have to do that to lock down the big fish. When we're talking about this, it ain't no big fish to lock down. Y'all both the big fish. Y'all are the plug. There is no middle man y'all killed the baby and lied about it then we caught you and then you wanted to tell the truth meaning if they had not been caught with that elevator that blood elevator full of blood if they had never went to that apartment that had the blood in the shell cases they would have never told y'all that they struggled over a gun and killed that baby
0: exactly therefore and, they you know.
1: should be under the jail for shit like that i couldn't be no lawyer in court where something like that happened because i know i would go viral because i want to throw hands with the judge i'd be trying to jump over there and whoop the judge or the jurors ass i'd be trying to whoop one of the jurors ass too y'all let this, oh hell no y'all let this nigga out huh yeah lock me up too shit i need to go to jail where he put me in his cell so i can handle that clearly y'all <laughs> don't give a damn about put the, the in there with him. <laughs> put me uh, in there with that nigga clearly y'all don't care about the system. y'all care about the system y'all don't care about the people and that's why i tell people all the time you know That's a big thing in our community, in the black community, is that we rely on a system that doesn't protect not only us. It protects no one. Clearly, y'all think it's the only story. I said, look up the chick. uh, What was her name? The Katie chick that killed the daughter in Florida and got off with it, allegedly. Look that up. They found the body buried in the backyard. You knew nothing about it, but your daughter was buried in your backyard. Okay. And she got off. scot free. And we know Florida got some different type of laws, but Florida ain't doing nothing but doing what everybody else doing in every other state. They're they're relying on the legislation sent from the big house, a.k.a. the White House. So this is a whole thing that needs to be changed. This needs to be, you know, we need to get more involved in the law so we can change the laws. Because stuff like this, like you said, don't sit right on my stomach. I'm going to have to pray on this joint. And unfortunately, I can't pray that these two fuckers get locked up. Because unfortunately, not that this case is done Neat Myra, they will not be brought back in the court and they will not be serving no time for this. So this case is over with. They killed their own baby, arguing over a gun, lied about it, and they're at home right now smoking dudes. Probably I trying to make another one.
0: I got, um, man. Damn shame. We can leave off on a lighter note. I got something that may change the spirit. Hold on. Bit. Before
1: we before we change the spirit, let me get to this immigration real quick. Oh, OK. Because this 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 here is on my been on my mind for a minute. So I remember when Joe Biden first signed up um January 20th, 2021, he announced the U.S. Citizens uh, Citizenship Act of 2021 on February 18th
0: Probably on the day. OK, you say uh, this is when 2021?
1: Yeah. January 2021, Biden announced the uh, U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021. And on February 18th, Senator Bob Mendez and Congresswoman Linda Sanchez introduced the bill to Senate House, respectively. And if passed, it would have created the largest legislation program in U.S. history. Now, on that program, there would have been approximately 11 million undocumented immigrants and their spouses and their children would be eligible for lawful
0: prospective immigrant status, which is an LPI. Okay, so wait a second, Paul. So Joe Biden passed the bill, you're saying?
1: I ain't say he passed it. He introduced a bill that would have brought in the 11 million immigrants that they claim are here and undocumented. He would have signed them all up for. Citizenship, as long as they were in the U.S. prior to January first of twenty twenty one.
0: Okay, so basically, um, during the Trump, yeah, era, and they okay. can't remain you're outside immigrant. the U.S. Immigrant. Yeah, okay, you're immigrant, and you were over here during when Trump was in, um, residing when he was president. Yeah, and you're undocumented. Uh, you could, I can get you your papers legally. Yeah, you were legally okay, looking cool. at See getting me. papers now. Okay, got it.
1: Um. And another thing that I found um, special um, is called a SIV, Special Immigrant Visa Status Program for Syrians who worked for the U.S. government in Syria would be introduced as well. That program would have granted up to 5000 special immigrants visas to certain Syrian nations employed by or on behalf of the U.S. government for the beginning of at least one year, beginning on January 1st of 2014. So. They've come up with a way to bring in eleven million. That's already here. They're going to go abroad. Think about bringing in five thousand, and all kinds of stuff more with this deal. Now, my biggest issue with that was that when they showed up with the ten thousand Haitians outside of the Texas border, which isn't nothing new, because we know thousands of immigrants have been showing up at the Texas border from Mexico, South, I mean South America, and many more places. But now that some Haitians have showed up at the door, they will most likely. And this is according to the guardian.com and is backed up by CNN and Fox. The plan is to likely involve five to eight days worth of flights with San Antonio being the main one for departure cities. And they're intending to send all the Haitians back where they came from. Whether they okay. came from South America or to Haiti, they will be sending them back on five to eight different flights and getting rid of the 10,000 that are sitting outside the border which is now allegedly up to 13,700. And they now, said more haitians and mexicans were traveling. I mean more haitians were traveling through Mexico by bus.
0: Okay, so um what's okay, so what's wrong with that? They they're, they're coming over illegally, correct? Yep. And and they're under they're under the bridge. So Biden like, yo, yep. We're just going to uh, put you on some planes and take you back. Okay, what's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong
1: with that. If you wouldn't have welcomed everyone else who showed up at the border with open arms. Last time I checked that people have been showing up, like I said, to the Texas border looking for salvation since the beginning of the Biden administration. Once they knew that he lifted that ban on the uh, terrorist traveling, everything on the travel ban that Trump put in place. Once he lifted that, people have been showing up in Texas looking for salvation in a new home since Biden has been in office. This is the first time that they've ever said, hold on, stop, wait a minute. There's too many of them. Do we have some
0: proof that people besides the Haitians were showing up at the border and were just like, uh, given the right of way to just walk on in and get papers? Do we have like actual proof of that or is this hearsay?
1: Haitians were not able to go into no, the no, border no. and give it I, in papers. I'm pass.
0: excluding the Haitians. Yeah, yeah. Saying- Are
1: you saying is there anyone, that, uh, do I have proof on what I'm saying?
0: As far as like so you're saying that uh, before the Haitians, people were just able to show up at the border and walk in and get papers. No, I'm not under- saying under- that. Under- what I'm
1: well, saying is prior to the Haitians, we had plenty of immigrants showing up at that Texas border and they weren't they weren't accepted as U.S. citizens, but they were not treated like the like the vandals that they're treating the Haitians. When they, when they, uh, when all the other immigrants showed up, they were given food, shelter, sent to all these other places. They were trying to figure out what they could do with them instead of just sending them back to their country. What can we do with y'all versus when the Haitians show up? It's just, oh, no, we need to put them back on a flight. Send them back to Haiti. No, no, they can't come over here. No, no we ain't got nothing for you. We ain't working nothing now. Send them back. When, like I said, once you first came into office, you made it your duty to keep at least 11,000 immigrants in the U.S. And we all know how he was talking. Him and Kamala was talking about importing 15 million other people into this country. What about the 10,000 standing out the front door right now? Is it an issue with them? What's your problem? You ain't got no problem when Indians come over here. You've got no problem when no one from the Latin community comes over here. No other issues. But soon as some brothers show up at the front door, now we need to get a hold of immigration. When Trump told you, get a hold of it for everybody. He ain't want nobody coming in. Mexican, Haitian, Arab. He wanted no one in here. If you're not in America, stay away. But Biden comes in and his—and what was his mission? Oh, we're going to accept people. We're going to bring everyone in. Now that everyone wants to come in because you said you were going to accept people, Nice it's problem. Now you want to push him back, say, wait a minute, there's too many of y'all. We need to figure this out. And I'm not saying he's wrong for saying that. I said it's wrong because you picked a damn good time to say it. Uh, Last time I checked, what was the major incident going on in Mexico where you were accepting all the Mexicans at the border? What was the issue going on in India where you had it planned to bring in at least 10 million or better Indians from over there in India? But hurricanes, economic you know what I'm saying, composure. The president was just killed. They're in an economic influx over there in Haiti, and so they're looking for a little salvation. 10,000 of them. The president was
0: killed? Yeah, I said their president was killed. They yeah. had a hurricane. You know the president in Africa was killed. The president in Haiti was killed, too?
1: Yeah, remember? They killed the Haitian president. Remember, we talked about that, because remember he was talking, you know... Uh, yeah, I this know they killed
0: the African president. No, the Haitian the president was... Killed.
1: The one in Haiti was killed as well, because remember, he was the one that was. um. He was the one that was talking about he didn't want to give out the shots. He died. He, he was killed on July 7, 2021. Because remember, he was talking about uh, Jovenel Mosey. Remember, he said he didn't want to administer any shots. And that was the big conspiracy about his death is that he didn't want any COVID-19 aid because he said that they were sipping on a tea that they had hand brewed out there in Haiti that works with their immune system just fine.
0: I mean, um, in regards to the story that you're, you know, like um, talking about. Is it is it sad? Yes, I would, you know, hate to live in a third world country that was exploited by a country, and now I have no resources and want better for life. So I do empathize with that, yeah. but I am obligated to say, like, "Hey, we've reached a threshold. Hey, we're going to have to turn around and send them back." Or if you don't want them, you you, you have the right. You're the president to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. And that's the that's the sad reality of it. It's it's hurtful. It's cold. But at the same time, I'm sure those people at the border, like doing the jobs. What do you call those men and women? Like, I'm sure they are overwhelmed. Border patrol. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they don't get no sleep at all. So I'm and you say it's 13,000 people. Look, i
1: uh, as right now. They saying it's 13,700. So
0: 13,700 people. And how many border patrol you got to get? And I'm pretty sure. There's other people at the border as well. Like, I'm, yeah, he may have to send some of them back.
1: Yeah. I mean, my thing is, I'm fine with that. Like I say, I don't disagree with what the president said about sending some of them back. sending them, not some of them. He's talking about all of them. He ain't accepting none of them, first of all. And that's my that's my problem. You're not accepting none of them. Last time I checked it, like I said, I can do some extensive research and I'm pretty sure I can find several videos even on Say Cheese and all those other social media websites, along with CNN and Fox, where there were several slow down, immigrants.
0: Breaking up. Slow down, slow down. Your audio is breaking up. Slow down. Okay.
1: There were several immigrants showing up outside that Texas border, and we didn't necessarily give them a green card, but they were treated with respect. They were brought in, and they were consulted. Let's just say that. They were at least consulted by the U.S. and the Border Patrol versus now you got Haitians showing up. There's no consultation. I need to get them back immediately where they came from. And it's funny because a lot of them, they said, are traveling on a bus through Mexico. So they're making it through Mexico on a bus to get to the U.S. border. Doesn't that ring any bells? Hmm. They don't ring no bells that they can go through Mexico on a bus and make it to the U.S. border. They don't ring no bells at all that Haitians are traveling coming from the country of Haiti and they're making their way through Mexico by bus to the U.S. to get to the border and try to fight for a right to get in this country. Hmm. That's strange. Another thing that's strange is you're accepting, like I said, people from Mexico and all these other countries that's basically giving us nothing. We've I mean, here last time I checked Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, they raised billions of dollars for that Haitian hurricane not too long ago. What they do with it? So let's not play games and act like the U.S. government hasn't been eating off of Haiti for a long time. I'm here to bet that they've been eating more off of Haiti than they have Mexico if you count out the drug trade. How about that? I don't think Mexico has given the U.S. more than what Haiti has given outside of the drug trade. How about that? Resources, gold and all of that? No, nah, I don't believe that. So either way it goes, my biggest thing with them is we've accepted several immigrants. Why is it now that we need to stop with the Haitians coming? Right. Am I I to say if it was if I am I to say if it was 10,000 Latin community people coming from Mexico by bus that we would be saying we're putting them on planes and sending them back immediately. Hmm. And the fact that this hasn't picked up any traction just lets you know where we sit as a society, as a people, because once again, if this was a bunch of you know, people from Mexico or something like that, the US government and the US, the whole country, we would be in uproar. Oh, those are our brothers and sisters. When your literal brothers and sisters are at the border right now and they're turning them around on a flight. Not a peep, not a word. So that's my biggest issue with this whole thing. Like I said, I'm not saying he's wrong. You know me, I voted for Trump. I was all for him shutting down the border and keeping illegals out and everything. But if it comes down to a situation where it basically seems like it's keep the illegals out, but not keep the illegals out, it's keep out a certain type of illegal. If that's the case, then yeah, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. We're going by specifics. No, nah, man, listen, let my people go straight up. Let my people go. Let GDS in the dope. Let them Haitians in the dope. Straight up. Let my people go. Straight up. Don't worry about what we came over here for. You ain't worry about what nobody else come over here for.
0: Oh, you know it's sad because some of them, not some of them, most of them, they come over here looking for better life, better opportunity. You know what I mean? To jobs to help feed their families. You know they're they're willing to crossing crossing water, risk dying. for Their life just to, see that, just to see this this stitch of freedom. So. Yeah. Like I said, it is sad. And um, sadly, it's nothing that we could do about it. You know, they trying to ship them back over there and ship them ship them back in. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, especially if it's not getting um, there are breaking news stories about it, but it's not getting a high level of publicity and we already know why that is. So, yeah, it's sad, man, you know, kids and Stuff and people separated from their parents, and it's just the whole nine. It is, but Sally to say, hey, he want him out, he want him out. So, um, yeah, man, sad I, I story. Feel- I definitely feel for, for all those people, like just when you know, we think we got it bad over here. There's people who got it worse terrible situations and they come over here and they get to working. like they ain't taking nothing for granted
1: yep and you know that's that's another sad thing that i saw um when this article came out uh via say cheese when i read it it was the comment section oh well they're just trying to come take our jobs and this and that i said and i don't want to work we got all these
0: jobs
1: your point is So what if they'll come over here and work for five dollars? Your ass won't. And and we have every right to not work for five dollars an hour. We know the circumstances we're in. See, they're coming from way worse circumstances, so they're willing to work for lower pay. I get it. My thing is, is where does the vitriol come from for your own people? I don't mean to sound crazy. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and put it out here. I don't mean to sound crazy or nothing. But I tell you what, if we're going to let in all these other illegals and let them come here and get to work, then I damn sure don't have no issue with letting in a brother of my own color and knowing that his situation might not be the same, but he's dealing with the same type of trauma. I'd rather him come in here and get a job and get to working. Yeah, I sure would. I have no issues with it. And I ain't got nothing against nobody. But if you want to get specific, let them Haitians in the dope. Straight up, we've been letting Mexicans in this country for years, decades. We've been letting Europeans roam in this country. We've been letting people come here from all over the world for decades. We just brought back how many people from Afghanistan to save them from the um the Taliban? And you got the nerve to tell the Haitians you want to stop them at their door? After their whole country was just washed away by a hurricane that you possibly created?
0: Yeah, okay. No, okay, Don't put those
1: allegations on there. Yeah, yeah, okay. I ain't putting it out there. I'm just saying, though. Hey, you know, hey, you know, let my people in the door. That's all I'm saying. You let a lot of people in here. Talking about uh, murderers and rapers and stuff like that. Half the Mexican cartel in this motherfucker. They're in California. They've even made a gang called the MS-13s out there. They ain't none that started in California. It started in Mexico. So stop it. The worst Haitian we've had to deal with was Kodak Black and Jack Boy. <laughs> And Trump pardoned Kodak Black. So stop it. Let my people in the dope. Straight up. Let them in. Let them in. You want to cut it off? Fine. Cut it off after this one. How about that? You want to start deporting mugs? That's cool. Start after this bunch. Because I ain't going to sit back and let you bring in all those people that you brought in from um, Iraq and everything like that over in Afghanistan. You brought all them back on the damn plane and start giving them green cards when they chose the position that they were in. Have you seen what's happened in Iran and Iraq since we've left? They're living peacefully with the guns and the weaponry we provided. They're still on a killer and murderous rate, but that's what they do over there. And we provided that. We provided the money and the weaponry for them to do so. Haiti has nothing. Say third world country, they're a third world country. Afghanistan had plenty of oil, gold, and diamonds and stuff like that. They got money over there in Afghanistan. Haiti ain't got no money. And the money they had was taken from them. It has been taken. Everything. So, yeah, they're looking for salvation in a few countries that yeah, they may see. it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. But
0: yeah. at the same time, there's nothing you and I can do about it. You know what I mean? No. Um, nothing. I mean, if people... I guess if. um, I know there has been efforts to uh, that. I do see people doing here to efforts to help Haiti, but uh, I know Jack Jack Boy uh, donated to, you know, like get a get a hospital. I know Karen Silva is doing some stuff. Uh, Maybe people can get together. And uh, build like a, a trailer lot or something like clean up some land and. And, and help that way. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, get an area, how they did with Hurricane Katrina, how they had like, it was filled with trailers at one point just to, for temporary homes for people like on, on land. You remember that? Like, do the same thing out there in uh, Haiti. Like, especially, I don't I don't know what it's like in Haiti. I've never been over there, but but there are, you know, people in the industry that are from Haiti. Yeah, I can get together and, and rebuild and and build start like a small camp or something like start housing some of them start putting those economics within that community because and and only this is I'm just going off some information what I know I could be uh speaking out of turn but like sitting I I get it sitting coats and food and stuff that's all good but like how can you can you uh build some temporary homes like some little pop-up homes or something put some trailers over there like, what else can uh people do? And and I would donate to something like that, especially if I knew that it was going to get to them. And they were saying, like, hey, this is going to uh, we got 500 acres of land. We're going to put temporary housing on there for, hey, this is what we're going to start doing. Like something can be done. Something
1: can. Yeah, no, you're right. Some can be done. The question is, is. <sighs>
0: And I don't because want to say got, nobody yeah. has even started to do that. But it's just because I haven't heard about it. like I haven't did much research on Haiti, but something like that, I feel like that would be extremely valuable for them over there, especially if they just went through a hurricane and all of that. Like, let's start. How can we start rebuilding now that the hurricane is here? Or How can we start plotting and rebuilding how much money like or, or can, can people donate to it? You know, what I mean, are people able to see the progress to know that when they donate the money, it is getting there, you know, like, let's document it. Take the cameras over there. Like, let's, you know, set up a document to some one of y'all set up a document, a vlog or something like, hey, we about to rebuild Haiti. We're going to start one step at a time. We start one here. We get a uh, house 1000 people here. This is what we own right here. Like and then they could be doing that. But I'm just saying other alternatives because it looks like they're they are getting turned around and not let in. So it's just like, OK. What else can you do? If I'm from Haiti, if especially if I had the uh, allocations and the resources or if I had us just a sum of like I can, you know, we can try to pull it together and do what we could do. So and then again, I don't know. This is me just coming speaking from a spectator position, you know, so yeah. that's all kind of what I have to say about that. But hey. Yeah,
1: no, I'm, like I said, I agree that there's been, you know, an influx and there's too many and, you know. Certain things need to happen. But like I said, my biggest issue with anything is, is that all of this trying to figure out other alternatives and all of this other stuff, it only happened when the hate when when black people show up at the gates. Let's just I'm
0: just put it out there.
1: It only happened when, when black people showed just, up.
0: That shouldn't surprise us because it doesn't surprise No, it me. doesn't
1: surprise me. My thing is, is that. It does.
0: It's because you're it you're, doesn't you No, know, you're emotionally invested. You're upset about this. It does. It is striking. I'm me. upset
1: because I need these Negroes who put Biden in office to know what they're dealing with. They're acting like this is something new. No, he's been on this type of time. I
0: told you when it's Trump just was just in that office, end, Biden, just, looked, people, black people have been sending back to the border too not just with Biden now I get it Biden been in a year and it's easy to place the blame like oh no, I ain't
1: putting the blame on him like I said it's simple when Trump was in office he didn't give a damn who was outside that border he didn't want him in here Biden came into the office showing favoritism and I know like you said as a you know we're, we're you know we're black they don't give a damn about black people that's true understandable I get that but don't sit up here and act like Trump was the most evil thing in the world when this man literally just turned your people down in front of you. But on top of that, like I said, it, it was never no issue with the Biden administration. I'm, I'm only speaking, you know, facts. Factually, it was never an issue with immigration. We'll figure it out. We'll work something out. We'll get them this. We'll get them that. But the moment that some black Haitians showed up outside, now we need to come up with a new plan. Now it's too many. We need to send them back. But like I said, you just brought in some from Afghanistan. And you had no issues with that, but it goes back to, like you said, you know, why should I be surprised by the mistreatment of my people? I'm not, I'm just pointing out the obvious that, people aren't paying attention to. It was never an issue. I don't want people to get sidetracked with the idea of, oh, well, yeah, we need to come up with a plan for immigration and all of this to help these other countries out like you was talking about. And what you're talking about is a good idea. That's what we're talking about. On a broad scale, they hear that and think that's the move. It's not the move. It was never the move until Black folks showed up at the border. Because other than that, we've been working with everyone outside that border to try to get them either in this country or back to their home country. Period. That's all I'm saying. But I get what you're talking about, though. You know, it's nothing to be surprised about at the end of the day. Unfortunately. Yeah.
0: And don't get me wrong, like, man, heck yeah, it's sad. You got kids and men and women, people risking coming without their families to try to send back for them and try to send money over this. You know, like it's just, yeah, it's sad. So I'm just saying, like, with 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 what we know, we we know there's no they're 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 not letting the Haitians in the dough. We know that. So we know that now what can we do? And maybe this would be something to where it's like, if we're ever able to get a bag, once we do get a bag and we have our foundation, we can allocate foundations to helping, to helping like immigrants in situations like this. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be a pretty cool foundation. it'd take a lot of funds because that, that takes money. Everything, everything takes money, a lot of money for something like that. But it's something that we definitely can like try to, if we could get around to like the right people, like, you know, that will be something of a charity that we could help. We could help immigrants like and we can help our people over here. Not just only immigrants, but people over here. You know what I mean? Like. So once we're blessed to be in that situation and if the Lord's willing and God, God sees it in our favor to be able to do something like that or whatever he has on his journey for us, we will most definitely do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm with you. I'm all for, you know, trying to come up with other you know ways to handle this or even future reference how are we gonna deal with it and all of that stuff I'm not you know I have faith in what we do and where we're going with this and everything I have no issues with that my issue is the one person not person because I don't rely on nothing but God but the one person that they claim we're supposed to be you know putting our trust in all of this good stuff in, they just continue to do crazy shit. And we just, as a people, tend to overlook it too much. And I'm to the point now where I'm just, I can't overlook something like that. You've been letting people in this country all year long. Now, all of a sudden, it's a problem. Hmm.
0: Well, I think with now, with maybe with something like this, I think that maybe uh, we as people will start focusing on merit and, and research and and what a per, like a person's track record, what they're saying, the policies actually doing research. Based on voting on somebody just based on their charisma and they say, oh. We're going to do this for you all. We have to start looking into these people, looking into their looking into their policy. What policies are they trying to pass? Who are they in cahoots with? Like what? What, are, what have been their past policies? Who are you actually going out, getting up early in the morning, waiting in line to vote for? And not only that, who are you locally voting for? Like, we have to get more in tune because some of these people put them in there without any not like without any real knowledge of. Of him, they they're just like, we just want to get rid of Trump. We just have to get rid of Trump. So the goal is just to get Biden in. They didn't say, oh, this is a good rule that he's about a good bill that he's about to pass. All you heard was we have to get Trump out of there. And that's when politics get messy. Politics has always been messy. But I think this year, a lot of people got a rude awakening. A lot of people are regretting it. And so now, what is this, September? I think uh, midterms or Mm -hmm. something is coming up. What, in uh, January? Mm -hmm. We're going to see if we still have the House then and Democrats got to do something. They have the House now, but I don't think they'll have it in a few
1: months when it's time to vote
0: again. I really don't.
1: I ain't going to lie to you, Nisha. First of all, what you said with Myra, what you said was absolutely right, and I'm with you on that. My thing with this, I believe that, yeah, we do need to figure out something that we can do on our end as a people, and maybe this should be a wake-up for us as a people. I'm here to tell you right now, Myra, it's not. Our people don't give a damn about this. They don't even know what the hell is going on, half of them. They just heard immigrants at the border, and that's what they think. They think that there's a bunch of illegal immigrants, and we're going to let them on, send them on their way. They ain't think about none of the fact that what we just mentioned, not only are they our people, but they've been letting in several people before they even showed up. Now it's an issue when our people show up, A. And B, like I said, you you explained it perfectly. The, the whole point of the presidency was just get Trump out of office. No one ever explained what he did that was so bad to get out of office and no one ever explained what Biden has done or what Kamala has done that's so good that we need to put them in office no one explained that then when they get in office and I where tell you she been anyway locked a bunch of black people up that's what I know she did I'm saying where have she been I have been chilling
0: like where? Well,
1: she like, getting she ready to, to, to be the president up. that's where she been
0: <laughs> she needs to freaking pop out what? She getting ready to be president.
1: Let Joe keep making all these crazy things and y'all keep hating on Joe. So when they tell you, hey, you know, Joe's feeling a little under the weather. You know, I don't think he got enough help to make it through the next three years or the next two years. We, we just going to throw Kamala in there and let her handle the rest. It ain't going to be no issue. You ain't heard nothing about it. Like you said, what has she done? Nothing. She ain't done nothing. She ain't said nothing, nor should she. She's sitting up there letting the show happen. She's waiting like everybody else. That's what she's doing, as she should. What am I help him be a fool for? Why would I attach my name to any of this stuff that he got going? Remember, you said, who made the hip-hop holiday? Who made November (laughs) Hip-Hop (laughs) Month? Come on, No one else was thinking. You think Joe was thinking about hip-hop when he said we should do stuff for black people in November?
0: thinking about us instead of giving us instead of giving us the act the bill that we wanted we got a freaking hip-hop holiday that i don't even know what the date is on it on
1: we want a day in court sir you know um we want a day in court we don't want a holiday we don't want juneteens none of that we want our day in court okay
0: time for us to wrap up The how long we've been going
1: I I don't even know. I ain't going to lie to you. But, yeah, we've been going for a little minute. Let's just say that.
0: (laughs) I'm looking at your facial expression.
1: We've been going for a little minute. Let's just say that. this
0: is a good episode, man. We got to do more like this, man. We have to do more like this. You're able to get more content like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know before we get out of here.
1: Okay. So there is no specific date, Myra. It's just the whole entire month of November is Hip Hop History Month. So, August 11th is Hip Hop Celebration Day. The whole entire month of August is Hip Hop Recognition Month. And November is Hip Hop History Month. Woohoo. Hmm. Woohoo. Yeah, we're going to go out and barbecue on that day, you know. Woohoo. We're going to go get some red, you know, flag colored shit, red, white, and blue. And we're going to barbecue like it's the 4th of July, you know. Why not? Might as well. We ain't getting nothing else. Damn. <laughs>
0: they
1: ain't gonna give us nothing else, you know. But well, yeah, man, that's that's wild. You know, that's wild. And you know, I do feel bad for the people at the border, all of them in general. Sad situation, mm-hmm. man. Sad situation. Um, but yeah, I believe I'm with you though. When those um primaries come up or whatever, the midterms and everything. <sighs> be honest with you, I think they're gonna take control of the house again. I think they've done enough Democrats. Yeah, I think they've done enough. I think them passing the Asian hate crime bill. I think them um, gearing a lot towards the LGBTQ community. I think them. um, Catering and finessing the black community, I think it's going to be good enough. Mm. Think It's going to be good enough now
0: going. You're going to have a lot of people showing out to vote. I, I bet. Listen. It's gonna be record numbers breaking. Why do you think they trying yes. to uh, pass all these uh, anti allegedly voter vote laws, voter restriction laws, and all of that? They know it's gonna be a turnout. It is.
1: And that's another thing that they, that I question too. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, the voter restriction laws. They putting it on niggas and all of this." I said, "Bro, y'all finna vote Democrat anyway." So I don't see the Republicans putting restrictions on people showing up to vote Republican. I don't see that. If the voter restrictions are there, you damn right they're here for your black self. Y'all voted in this Democrat. <laughs> y'all put Joe Biden in office. Yeah, we vote a restriction, y'all. Y'all clearly don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> we need a, we need Republicans. If we can't get him in the office as the president, we at least need to take control of the House. Because clearly they're they going to turn this joint all the way up. When Brother Dad said America is starting to look like a mini China, I ain't taking no heed to it until I sat back and looked around and said, damn, he ain't lying. Like you said, voter suppression, um, you know, certain mandates and stuff like that. It's looking like, yeah, monkey see, monkey do. Either you do what I say or deal with the consequences, you know. And unfortunately, that's not what our forefathers built this country on, not mine, but, you know, the four or five founding fathers of this country. That's not what it was built on. Land of the free home of the brave. Well, you've been free long enough, and we're about to find out just how brave the American people are when it comes to certain things in this country. This election being one of that's a fact. And you're right. I don't think it's all about black people either, because I know what you're talking about is going to be a large turnout. Yeah. where do you see how many white folks show up at these elections. Exactly. They're not going to be playing. Damn a voter suppression. Gonna it's going to be 10,000 of them outside, and all their votes going to count. They're going to stack the board on y'all. They're going to make sure you count every vote going in this month. So, again, just like the fellows that stormed the Capitol Hill and all of that crazy stuff, they're going to show up and show out. It's just when we show up, who are we showing out for? Because, you know, we've been programmed Democrat, Republican and all of that other stuff. But right now we got a Democrat in office who behaves like a Republican, just putting it out there in case you don't know common politics the Democrats we have in office right now might as well be Republicans they've done everything the Republicans do except come out and tell you they did it so who knows man I got high hopes though I tell you what I got high hopes you know hopefully mm-hmm. you, you know yeah hopefully it work out for all of us yeah we, we need don't to have need a
0: it. live streaming party on the <laughs> election date hey, the in the midterms. I think what prompt. what do you call that? The midterms. That's gonna be I think that's gonna be a yeah. part of history right there. This is these last two years have been history and this is gonna define it all too like well not defined it all but it's gonna it's gonna start changing some things because I feel like more people, especially older people, they're realizing more than ever the importance of uh looking into doctrine. Like, you can't just put somebody in just based on this and that. You have to look into their doctrine. You have to look into the several bills they 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 want to pass, that they've passed, like research. You have to do research before you just vote for some of these people. So I definitely think that, I don't know, I think the Republicans maybe win the House because I think the Republicans, they're the ones highly upset with the rules that's being passed around, is the Republicans. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah. But that's, that's all uh, That's all I got. This is a pretty good pot. Yeah, man. I mean, I like it. Um,
1: yeah, I like what I'm seeing, you know. I look forward to the midterms, you know. Will I be voting on them? Who knows? Who knows? But I look forward to seeing them. And I look forward to what's going to happen next. But, you know, mm-hmm, man, they just... We're at a rough time right now. We're at a weird time right now in the United States. And we're at a weird time right now in the world. Period. It's yeah, it's very, very weird. Also, did you see this uh documentary coming out by Kaepernick?
0: No, I didn't see that.
1: Yeah. Colin, I think it's called Colin in Black and White.
0: On net- like, like, why? What is it like?
1: I guess it's supposed to be about his story and everything, and uh oh. Either that, or it looks like it could be a documentary type of situation. I got the trailer. But he just posted the trailer on his page. It looks like it's coming out on Netflix October 29th. So. Mm.
0: Okay. Hmm. No. Kudos to Kaepernick. Um, yeah. Glad to see he's still out here working. He's probably getting even bigger bags since he's not in the NFL, and I know he's probably not complaining no. about that.
1: No, he's not. So... He's he's, myra. There's, I don't think there's no company out here giving Kaepernick 10, 15 million dollars for one gig. No, Um, you don't think he's making money? I ain't say he wasn't making money. You said making more than he would in the NFL. He was on the same thing. Hold on, you see
0: how much he made from Nike? Yeah, how much? Look at well, it was like over 80 million. He ain't had that much in full. And then other, he was, you know, making money. Uh, it was another endorsement that he had as well. He's good. He ain't trying to get out there on that field. He good.
1: Nah, his net worth estimated at $20 million.
0: I didn't say his net worth.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know I what you're said. talking about. I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, not the net worth. That's I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how much he made with Nike. What was that last? What, what, what year was that? What was it? A year or two? After whatever that yeah. campaign was, they thought they thought Nike was uh, gonna drop him and all that, but they end up signing him for more money. That man, Kaepernick, is making money. He got freaking documentaries on Netflix, finna come out. He got money from that, too. Yeah, he ain't really wanna get on that field.
1: Yeah, no, nah, he didn't. I mean,
0: he ain't wanna get on that field. Not not when you've been sitting there, you can sit around and make money. You think he was really trying to strap up and go out there and get banged up when he's getting back account. Piling up with millions and millions of dollars.
1: Come on now. Well, they're claiming that Nike lost three billion dollars when they named Kaepernick the face of "Just Do It." Hey,
0: but it's, what year was it? Because Nike's stocks in is 2018. up.
1: 2018. That was in 2018. But okay. in 2019, it was reported that they were up 26 mil. I mean, 26 billion since Holy Kaepernick. Moly.
0: Holy moly! Yeah, because I was going to say they stocks are up. Yeah, no, no,
1: no, no. I'm with you. They said it rose over 18% since then. But all I'm saying is, listen, he ain't getting a penny of none of that. I'm sorry. He ain't seeing none of that. Not a dime of it.
0: Like, it, need- it would be ridiculous to think that man is not making money. That man is getting bags. Bags of money.
1: I'm not saying he not. I just know last time I seen him on that field, he was getting $17 million a year. I don't see no companies paying him that. I don't even think Nike's giving him that. Just being honest. Could be wrong, though, but I don't think so. I don't believe it. I don't believe Nike's giving him more than $17 million a year. That I can't see. Because to give him that kind of money, you might as well. He, he better be coming out with a shoe or something.
0: What I'm telling you is even if you go back to 2018, and this is the thing, you, people make money off your likeliness. Sometimes pe- more people make money off the field than they do on the field. In 2018, he allegedly what it was, what they wanted to guarantee what was like something was $61 million, but I think he received like what, what, 39 or $40 million or something like that, like just yeah. to freaking put on the stuff. And that was in 2018 when they would, when they was trying to negotiate the Nike deal pay and nobody even truly knows what that number is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was just the only one like he, he good.
1: Yeah, no, he's good long term. Listen, he's good long term. I'm saying this: future athletes, football players, sports, whatever you are, don't think you finna quit playing sports and become an activist. I'm sorry, you are not. If I don't know you for your sport, you will never be an activist. Stop it. Colin Kaepernick is an anomaly. Don't y'all think yeah, you're finna plan. turn the script? Also,
0: I'm sorry to cut you off. He's also uh, sponsored by. Uh Apple-owned Beats and, and uh, Electronic Arts. So that's Electronic Arts. Electronic Arts is EA, right? Yeah. And and Apple Beats? Come on now. And the Nike? Stop it. I'm not trying to get out there and play no football.
1: No, I didn't say he should.
0: I, I didn't say he should. Any, have you even did any activist work lately?
1: Absolutely I don't not. mean to
0: turn up on him. I mean no, no,
1: up. no. That's what I'm here for. Let's turn up on him. He ain't done no activist work. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> All this money he's been collecting, the nigga ain't gave it to one charity in the hood. I think, he, I think school. he, I think he
0: donated. I think he, what school
1: he didn't build. He getting that school money, he getting that Dr. Umar. I can build a brick and mortar school money. Where it at? He, he, he giving money to a shelter, he ain't built one yet. Has it? Where is the activism work, Myra? I'm glad you said something. You know, listen, first of all, Kaepernick, my boy. I can ride with him till the wheels fall off and I got the right to jump off the bandwagon when I feel like it because none of you niggas believed in him when he was sitting on the bench. I did. I did. I believed in him coming out of Nevada. I believed in him sitting on that bench behind Alex Smith. I fought. I was in the crowd like, yeah, get Alex Smith out of here and get the young boy in so he can run. I was on that type of time. So when I see that, like you said, where is the activism work? Myra, Google his name right now and guess what it says. <laughs> American activist. It don't even say he ever played football. Colin Kaepernick, yeah. the American activist. I imagine just you know, switch gears on the real quick. Where <laughs> is <laughs> the activism work? God
0: damn it. I'm <laughs> with you. No, because this ain't right. It say he's an activist. Where's, Where's the, where the activism work? Yeah, he was proactive a couple years ago, but I didn't really saw. I guess the documentary going to tell. We'll yeah, wait
1: for the documentary. Yeah, I got just to <laughs> say. Maybe the documentary will take take up what we what we feel. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe it's gonna to get to nitty gritty. Maybe thing. he gonna.
1: Oh, I did this in 2020. That's why y'all ain't hear from me. I was over here interviewing this person and doing that. Maybe, but if it don't, man, I'm not trying to hear that. Also. Yeah, man, that's it. I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna get on him too hard because that is my guy, man.
0: But I'm just like, saying, my point that I was trying to make to you is he's good, Dave. This man ain't hurting from oh, not being yeah. no. you. That's yeah, all I was trying to say.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's good. He,
0: he's, he's comfortable. Straight. He gets to see his wife every day. You know, he get to spend money. Money alone. Nice money. house. Comfortable bed. Yeah. Chilling. Probably got opened up a couple restaurants or clubs. I, I don't know what the heck, but he's he's decent.
1: He's decent. Yeah, he, he got more than enough. Like you said, and again, activism. Where are where your clubs at, brother? <laughs> got that bag, dog. You my guy, man. I mess with you heavy, Colin. When can we expect a Kaepernick school? Colin Elementary. Hmm? The Kaepernick shelter for the homeless. When we going to see any of that? You know, That's all I'm saying. You can keep yeah. making these documentaries and all of that. Cause I'd say the same thing about Ava DuVernay as well. As much money as she'd have made off of Netflix and niggas, where are you spending this money, ma'am? You ain't spending it on the budget so for your her, films. In her,
0: in her defense, she did. She does have something where she, she helps like writers and, um, yeah independent filmmakers that I do know for sure. She tries to take them under her wing. She also brings them aboard and she also tries to show showcase their work and all of that. Now I don't, I haven't dug too much further in her to know like, okay, is this something, you know, are you really heavily out there? But I do know that she is a supporter for like uh, indie creators and stuff like that. From what I have saw.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean, it's, it's just, I don't like I said I don't know um yeah I don't I don't want to put too much emphasis into it or out of it I'm just gonna leave it at that you know hey and I like Ava Duvernay I wasn't putting her on blast like hey what are you doing out here you yeah
0: know? and she lot, like she's the one that did the Central Park Five right
1: yeah I don't, I don't care about what you're doing on the on the TV screens that ain't nothing but a distraction no goddamn way what are you doing to the people with yeah, this money you're making
0: she's... yeah.
1: Not her, not, like said, not her specifically. Like really yeah, I said,
0: not her specifically. I get what you're saying. Like, is she is she out here being is she an activism, as well, yeah. activism as well?
1: Well, like old what, girl. Um, what's the other what one I from Atlanta? Portia. No, the one that was getting the bag with my son that signed the GM and shit. What's her name?
0: Tamika Mallory.
1: Yeah. Well you where you were, what you been doing with the money? Tamika, my son. What's the other chick that won um the, the chick from Black Lives Matter? We saw what she did with her money. So, yeah,
0: it's a lot of this. Yeah, this is my thing is before we got here, yeah, I, I do want people to know just because you are a person of color and you do make money doesn't mean you have to be an activist, Absolutely. that may not even be your role. Thank you. Because the moment you become
1: I think,
0: one, I expect every black person to be our savior, yeah, that has money,
1: yeah, I, I feel because right. we,
0: you know, it's the same thing for like other cultures, you don't see. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Taylor Swift, or Justin Beaver being their town's activists or saviors. Not saying they can't. I'm just saying you just don't see. Like, with our culture, we just expect... We expect Michael Jordan to be us, awesome, but now we we expect LeBron to be us. Awesome. You know, we expect any rapper, entertainer to be our light and shiny armor. And it has to stop. Yeah,
1: because they don't give a damn. Well,
0: Truthfully. some of them. I mean, listen, to,
1: on a broad scale, the way we worship them, they like, don't.
0: It's hey, like, okay, Mojo, this is like, for example, you don't, you don't have to, I'm, now I'm not saying this rudely or coldly, but I'm saying this to me. You and I, we don't, we're not activists. We don't no. know how to align and design plans to make sure this go good, the control of budgets. Okay, where do we got to go to do to this? Okay, what lawmaker we need to talk to about this? We are not activists. We're podcasters. Mm-hmm. We have a media platform. Yeah. So some people have to stay in their lane. Now, if you want to help, that's something totally different. But you will get yourself into something you have no knowledge of, and then you'll wonder why you're not in the networking of the politicking circle or how things go or or not. Or people wonder why. Oh, well, how come things are not getting done? Like, it's just it's just certain things, and that's why I respect little baby when he said like, hey, you know, I'm trying to stay away from being an activist. In other words, people. Some people came out. And probably was a little mad about that, but I think he kept it real. And sometimes we have to listen to what people are saying, like, yo, I'm a rapper. Well, you're right. I, don't expect me to be an, an act. I am a rapper from the hood. Yes, I give, I give my backpack giveaways. I pay for kids to go to school. I have scholarships. I'm doing what I can, but I am not a politician. I don't know how that stuff works. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just being honest with you. So don't expect me to be your, your Ben, your, your politician, your candidates, Ben Carson or whatever, because I am not knowledgeable like that in that area. Mm. I can help with my monetary money. You know, he's always doing things I, buying up at Foot Locker, buying shoes, taking them back to the hood. You know what I mean? Scholarship funds, like giving away money, like clothes drives and all, you know, trying to help people and put people on, but, everybody's not meant to be an active, just like everybody can't be a basketball player. Everybody can't be a podcaster. Everybody can't be an architect. It's just certain you have some you have to know your role. You can invest and help out. But hey, you have to know your role.
1: Yeah. And I mean, to the little baby point, man, I don't know. Fuck him, too. I ain't giving him the pass either because you came out talking about you ain't no activist. And then the very next thing you did was make that old activist black power ass song. No,
0: no, no, no. See, hold on. That was after when he made that song. That's when he came out and was just like, hey, I, I'm not an activist. I like to shed light on the cause of what's happening with my people, in my community, because of where I come from.
1: So quit playing. I with know it. what
0: it's like. It's yeah. not playing. You can shed light on something. You just like you shedding light on what's going on in Haiti. You're not an activist, Dave, but you're shedding light. You're using your platform to let people know it's 12000 people at the freaking border. I may not can't do nothing about it, but I'm just here. All I can do is talk about it. At least what he he is moving action. He is not just talking about it. He's moving action. But he's letting people like, no, like, hey, don't expect me to come out with 1015 activist songs because me, I can't walk that lane with you. I didn't go to school to get a political science degree. I'm not you know, I'm not a, I'm not an Obama. Because with black people, we typically when people get money, we expect everybody to be our savior and to know stuff about politics and all that. Like, how can you how can you expect that out of a mid 20 or some 20 year old rapper coming out of the. Now nah, we're talking about we the bigger, be bigger better, picture, right? Like, I'm
1: yeah. Yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm standing on that niche. Now nah, he put a whole bunch of activists <laughs> well, on the stage with him when he performed that in 20 20- you're this year. Still
0: not understanding what I'm saying. Though. I get he what came, you're saying. He's that saying. Came out, he said that. Yeah. He, no, I remember that. No, you said it was before you said you said it was before.
1: No, I said then he came out with this song and performed. The song,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what but you the said. song that's was the- out.
1: Yeah, no, the song came out in 2020.
0: Out the song. Yeah, no. had, the, what I'm saying is the song was already out. Yeah. People were expecting him. Once that song came out, people were expecting him like, oh, OK, cool. You finna you are Superman. You finna lead us home. And he had to let it be known like, hey, I'm not an activist. I want to shed light of what's going on with my people to let people like to let the world know I'm going to do what I do what I can on my end. But I don't have a political science degree. I'm not going to be a lawmaker. Yeah, we got to respect that, man. Are you going to be a lawmaker, Dave? You're a podcaster. Are you going to be a lawmaker? Are you trying to go to school to get a political science degree? No, not at all. I'm I'm not. not not
1: I'm with you on all that. But Myra, I'm not giving none of these niggas the pass. Stop saying that you're not an activist and yet you do activism type shit. You're not an activist and yet you want to bring all the activists out on stage when you perform the whole uh, bigger picture situation.
0: I have a platform. I can't use. Absolutely. We don't shed light. We don't. No, 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 no. absolutely.
1: But when they come to us and ask us about it, I'm going to stand on it, Myra. I'm not going to say, oh, no, I'm not. You know, I'm not an activist. I don't even know what's going on. I'm just shedding light. No, I know what's going on. I'm not an activist. I don't have the no, curriculum. No. I haven't been to school for it. I haven't been trained on it. I know what I see.
0: But this is what people have to know. I wouldn't want somebody from he's from a worse hood of Atlanta. The stuff he went through, I, I wouldn't expect him to be an activist. No. Now, somebody that has a platform, you look at people that have a platform and we as black people, we expect them to shed light, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Shed your light, but also keep it real. Just like he said, I'm not an activist, but I'm shedding light because here are some activists that you all probably may need to know. If you all are looking for certain, ro- like, here they are right here because clearly, y'all don't know who the activist is. So, me being the person that I am, because I have a huge fan base, especially for Black people. Yes, I'm showing you these five or six activists. Boom. Here they are right here. Here are they social media. Let's go. Let's get this stuff going. These are some people you can reach out to. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, the fuck that was.
1: Absolutely though. I'm with
0: you. Oh my gosh. They beat the Chiefs. Yes.
1: Yeah. I can't believe that shit. I'm shocked. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm pissed about that. I ain't gonna stop. But we won and one, so we cool. I ain't tripping. We one and one. We'll see him at some point. They're gonna have to come to Pittsburgh. That's gonna probably be his last game the of the season. But I
0: gotta watch the highlights.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I get it, but nah, man, I, I still I don't feel that because I believe the only reason why he retracted his statement is because we got on his ass about the George Floyd and we wanted him to talk more about that. And he said it so himself why? in the interview. No, no, why? I'm you. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I'm saying he came. Listen, he at the end right. of the day, he was cloud chasing. I'm sorry, he was cloud chasing. He
0: didn't to be a journalist. That's that's some bull crap right there. How? You cannot listen. I can say of he course, was cloud
1: chasing because he came out and fighting for the struggle. And then when we questioned you on you fighting for the struggle, nice oh I don't want to do it. You pulled a my on, on us.
0: He's he's not. He's probably keeping it real to some of these real activists who ain't doing nothing, but they want to spoon.
1: No, that I'm with you on. He definitely kept it real to them.
0: Oh, yeah, this is where the money going. Oh, Black Lives Matter. This is a good group to donate to. No, this man came out and kept it real and still give money, still give his time, still be with the kids in the neighborhood. He don't be faking that stuff. Yeah, George Floyd died, and guess what he did for his daughter? He still kept in contact with her years after his death. Put a party together for, make sure she had money for school and all that. He, come on now. I'm not a. Poli- I don't have a political science degree. I can't lead you to the promised land. If I, I'm the wrong person to go to the White House. I don't know how to walk. I don't know how to. I wouldn't expect us to go to the White House if, if the White House said, "Hey, we got some change." Like we gonna know. We gonna be like, nah. Who is an activist or somebody that we think? That can go to the White House and actually get something done. We don't need no Steve Harvey type person to go to the White House. We don't need no little baby to go to, who can we expect to go to the White House? Let's go, let's, let's go know that lingo and make sure stuff gets done. Little baby is the wrong person to send to the White House. And that's what he said. I can shed light. I'm going to do what I can do for my community. I'm going to donate. I'm going to give money. I can help as much as I can, but I am not a political politician. That's real. We expect all these black people to be political politicians. Then, when it come out that they got five or six houses and, and married to here and there, and the money ain't going where it should be, and the money is invested here and there. Oh, now we want to get mad. We don't want to listen. We act surprised. When somebody's telling you, This is what I can do. We don't want to hear that either.
1: Yeah, nah, Like I said, they want to act surprised. I am not saying none you said is wrong. I'm still standing on it. He was cloud chasing. I'm sorry. You only made that song because of the heat of the moment. You knew that song was going to generate the dollars it did. And then when we jumped on your line, because like you said, you making that song made the people think that you were on some activism shit. They pressed you about being an activist. You kept it real. I'm not an activist. You need to refer to this person, that person, all of that's fine. I'm agreeing with you on that. Point still remains. You made that song the cloud chase. You're in the heat of the moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. All of them do. I'm just saying, point well, it out.
0: Are you saying that the, that anytime an artist makes a song about a situation that's going on, it's clout chasing?
1: The, what are you talking about? Any song that they make uh, in the situation? No,
0: no, no. Any, if a situation happened, let's just say a, a man get killed. Yeah. Or yeah, art, you clout,
1: you're clout chasing, bro. You're clout chasing. Just like LeBron clout chased when the little girl got shot and then he jumped in it. Oh, this officer needs to go down and he never watched the full video. Then he had to take the tweets down and everything. Come out and apologize. I didn't know all the information. Yeah, that's what happens when you're ready to cloud chase. You just jump on anything.
0: Yeah, I guess my definition of cloud chasing is different. I, um, Anytime that I see a, somebody using their platform to shed light, I won't call that cloud chasing. And I'm not speaking on a LeBron situation. I'm talking No, you no, no. no. Talking what you're talking about is true. I'm talking about the little baby situation, especially when you have maybe a demographic of of teenage kids and you need to inform them of what's going on in the world. If you can make a song about popping pills, having to be suck your D, yes, make some stuff about what's going on in the world so these young kids can know about it. I don't see nothing wrong with that.
1: I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like I said, because you do it for the it's like when,
0: when, you rap about, when you rap about Lane and all of that, when you cloud chase about that, people, oh, go ahead, you can rap about that. But the Dude. moment... Some real stuff happens, and we have nobody to speak on our behalf to make the situation a worldly issue or a broader issue. Come on now.
1: No, and what you're talking about is true, and that's why, so like if I God said,
0: was to make a song about George Floyd, which he mentioned a couple of times. Would it be clout chasing for Nas? Yeah,
1: it would be. So you're,
0: saying, so you're just saying they shouldn't touch it at all? No, no, I'm
1: not saying they shouldn't that. touch it at all. In that moment, he knew he was clout chased. He knew
0: he was. See, but see. But so you're saying that anytime if they if anybody was to bring it up and sing about it they should just leave it alone don't don't bring it up at all
1: and to be honest with you i'm gonna go ahead and pull back and say no if Nas would have made that song i wouldn't have looked at it cloud chasing because that's what he do that's your lane that's what you he talk no about actresses. the struggle so he ain't no activist. No, I, I said the struggle
0: no i said not. the
1: struggle he, he talks about playing. the struggle little baby been popping pills and lean his whole career now all of a sudden that a situation presents itself to you you want to like you said give back to the children i'm not mad at that i'm cool oh, with that, that but that, i he, know
0: he always that's what i'm saying he always give back to the children he all that's that's something that he does where he come from even when he was first coming out but he was just like i didn't Mara, know my i'm daddy. not talking about
1: giving back i'm talking about you, your you, message you now he
0: wanted you said now he want to give back to the children. Yeah, That's now you
1: it. want to give them a different message. Now you want to say, "Oh, Black Lives," this and all of this. Support that, and this is what's going on in our neighborhood. But so you're, you're still perpetuating the, crime it. on them.
0: I get it. I get it now. We want to put these hip hop artists in the box. I get it.
1: I don't want to put them in no box. I want you to stick to what you're doing. Stick to if you're gonna come out and I say want, that you know.
0: I want you. If you got a, a demographic, I want you to speak about it
1: no I, I said if you're gonna right. come out and tell the children to kill each other pop leans and all this other stuff then come out when the situation presents itself say oh we need to take care of each other the government the system and all of this and then go right back to popping pills and sipping lean I have to call it for what it is I'm not getting the thing is is what you're talking about it's true if we were talking about somebody else I've never changed my See, position on right. none of them
0: how is it not right because it's like If you are a generational age rapper that's considered to be one of the top rappers at the time, you expect them to say something. It's like you expect that basketball player, LeBron, to take his shirt off and say, what happened to the boy in Cleveland was wrong. You expect that. Even if it it seemed like it was, that's what you expect to do. You got a camera in your face. You need to say something so this word can get out because with black people, nobody cares. So you expect them to say something. So when they do say something, I respect that now. I would call it clout chasing if he made the song and forgot about it, as far as like, I don't see, you not giving back to your community. You When you had a chance to perform at the Grammys, you didn't even perform the song. No, he utilized his time when he had the most camera shine to do that. What these other rappers do? Plug they self. So I'm saying, you're right. It could have been some clout chasing too, but what I'm saying if it was different from him. And I respect that out of him using, especially when when the Grammys came, he ch- chose that song he chose to bring out. Wh- who else did he bring out? He brought out some other high profile name activist people that we haven't saw in, in years, like yeah. bringing light to a situation. We expect that out of people because we don't get that. Nobody cares what happens to some of these black people, most of the black people, as you can see what they're trying to do to the Haitians. So if he was to make a song right now, what's going on at the Haitian border? Yeah, people probably would call it clout chasing. But then a person like me would probably say, thank you for bringing awareness to the situation. The song made number one. Now more people are starting to, oh, dang, at the board. Hey, like, whatever it is, you got to bring awareness to certain situations. Yeah, Just like people may think, oh, we use certain stories on our podcast to clout chase just to get clicks. But it's stuff that's happening in the world that we need to talk about. Now, if he's using it, if he was to... Again, make the song and then don't give back to the hood. Don't even bother to reach out to George Floyd's family, or daughter to set up. Nothing. Just don't say nothing at all to continue about his life. Yeah, I could say it's cloud chasing, just like how would. Now was just like, oh, I'm not doing no beer commercials. Then come to find out you doing Hennessy and all that. Nah, you, now you now you cloud chasing for the money, you cloud chasing for the brand now. Yeah, I'm just saying. Absolutely. Like that, I look at.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. He was cloud chasing for that and everything. The whole thing is, is like you said, you're 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 an idol. They're looking at you as this and that. And I respect the fact that he came out and said, I'm not a politician. I don't even want to get into that. I shouldn't have never touched on it. That point right there is something that a lot of artists are scared to make because they're scared to backtrack on what they said. And that's why I said, I respect the fact that he backtracked what he stated. That's why I have no issues with him. But like I said, everything else around him, yeah, I mean, I still look at it as cloud chase. I don't think he would have made that song if nothing was going on. If George but Floyd did, wouldn't you, have died, I don't think he would have made that song.
0: What you just <laughs> it don't make sense. You say if George Floyd would have died, he would have made that. You're right. He would have. Did you, you know how that you, you know what you just said? <laughs>
1: I'm with you. I just said they're clout it chasing off the sense. situations.
0: That didn't, make, that didn't make sense, man. That didn't make How
1: sense. don't it make sense if the song if said, nothing would ever happen to him, you'd have never came out with a song like that or anything
0: like that? Period. Well, but no, but if you listen to his I know
1: that you've never made a song like that,
0: and no, you still I mean, haven't if, since if you, if you listen to his music, he does rap about struggle. When he's different from a little dirt, go go to his album. The last album he just I know he's different from Lil Dirt. That's a fact. But- he don't just rap about don't get me wrong. He does turn up in the, but he doesn't, he's different from Lil Durk. And I, you know, I used to, Lil Durk was okay. The but thing between him and Lil he raps, Durk. Like he rap him. about, he he actually has some validity in his rhymes about what's going on in the neighborhood and all of that. Lil Baby does. When I heard his album, I, I even called and told you that I liked his album when yeah. I first heard it. So I don't think when it comes to him, if Lil Durk was to do that, I, was, I would say that Lil Durk was clout chasing. Because I've never saw and Lil Durk probably give back, but I never saw Lil Durk give back, say anything about the neighborhood. I never, never saw that. I can't say that, man. He'd be cloud chasing just
1: like Lil Baby was. He could jump on any one of these murders or anything that happens in Chicago. He can jump on it, make a song about it, and he'd be doing the same shit. I haven't the only it. thing is, is that I'm with you on that. You're
0: misinterpreting what I'm no, saying. No, no,
1: I know I know what you're saying. And that's why I said I'm with you on that. Little baby is a bad example. He talks about a lot of, he speaks a lot of death and all of that type of stuff. Well, little baby. You
0: don't, don't little baby don't. Yeah, survive. that's why I said,
1: little baby don't be on it. Dirk be on that type of time. He talking about, you know, ops and killing and all of this. Little baby mostly just talking about drugs, money, and, you know, blowing money. That's about it. He ain't really talking too much of murderous kill kill on his albums. To be for real, he may have a I'll shoot you ball every now and then, but he ain't like you know Dirk them where they pissing on your grave and stuff like him getting in that kind of detail. That's not his kind of rap. So, but that's, that's what why I'm
0: saying. It. So if Dirk was to come out and make a whole song about George Floyd, that's totally out of his lane. I would say now that is clout chasing. How many times have I saw you give back to the neighborhood, or really care about your neighborhood of what's going on than what you talk about in your raps? Then you make a song about George Floyd. Oh, stop the kill! We need to do this. The system doing this to us. That's clout chasing to me. Yeah, because you're using the situation to come, to to bring you into a different light, into a different light. When clearly you have never been about that. You're not. And I'm not saying that he doesn't give back because some people do things and don't have to let the media know and all that. And I respect that, but. That'd be awkward for Lil Durk, just like it'd be awkward if Uzi came out and made a song about that. Uzi don't strike me as a person, activist about what's going on in the world. So if he was to rap about a George Floyd, that'd be totally left. And I'm like, that's clout chasing. But somebody like Lil Durk, he always struck me as somebody who was a little more knowledgeable and smarter about his situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he did. And I'm not saying it's not clout chasing, because it, it could be. He see a situation, but... It didn't stop there. He used where he had the most camera time he's ever had in his life just to do that one song. He didn't stop and do a sample of his new hit song. No, he chose that song. And he chose to bring a lot of people out to bring light about that situation. When you are in a situation to do that, especially when your people have been hindered, that is what people expect you to do. Yeah, That's what I, they expect you to do. I'm with now, you I'm, on that. It could, be a, it could be a little cloud chasing, but what I'm saying is that little baby himself, check his record. Scholarships he's giving back to his school. What he does for kids, not just in Atlanta, but kids in different states. He up, yeah. he up in Foot Locker buying all the shoes to take them back to the hood. He just did a, a freaking book back drive. You know, he's doing he's, he's You know, he's doing what he can. He's, so he, he's still trying but he just kept it real and said, "Hey, I don't, I don't know much about this political science stuff. So maybe I, you know, I apologize if I touched on it. Y'all expect me to go all the way there to be at the White House every day. But it, honestly, if I was at the White House, we probably wouldn't get nothing accomplished because they'll be talking a language that I wouldn't even understand. They probably won circles all the way around me, and we probably come out worse than before than when I went into the White House. They probably actually." happy they chose a they want me to come and not a real political figure to come up to the white house they probably want a rapper to come up there so they can you know act like all stuff is getting done let's take a photo op with them and all of that Then a real political person that's just how I look at it
1: yeah and I'm with you on that like I said I mean I'm not saying you know it's right or wrong because at the end of the day all of these artists do it so when you put it in terms like that You know, comparing him to, you know, Dirk or something like that, that I can get on. And I'm with you. You know, it wasn't even if he did, Cloud Chase, at least he followed it up with something. All I'm trying to get to is the simple fact that there is so much going on in the world today. There is no way on God's green earth. Little baby was sitting at home and said, you know what? That George Floyd, Def Hamming, the pen and pad. I need to get to this. No, your label reached out to you. People were in your ear saying, yo, this is it.
0: If you if you cover this
1: one, this can take you over the top.
0: Find a moment in history, Dave, when people all, all over the world in 50 states protested, people have never saw something, never witnessed yeah. all 50 states and people protesting around the world. Yeah. For George Floyd. That is history. Yeah. First time somebody had burnt up police stations and all of it. Like it was crazy. Yeah. So. That is a moment to pick up and write a a poem about. Or to get some inspiration from. Because that's probably a moment where a lot of people were living their lives going on, but then sometimes you you gotta stop from your assimilation and realize like, yo, regardless of how much money I got or what's going on in the world, it's still stuff happening in this world and they don't care who you are. So still, I see I hear other rappers try to mention Joy Floyd and they raps, but I don't they see what they doing. Too.
1: Yeah, they all cloud chasing. Yeah. But and I'm w- with you on what you're saying. You know, that's why I said what I said. That's why I said I don't want to keep aiming at that little baby because he did what every other rapper and every other entertainer, fake activist. They all jumped on this because, like you said, we've never seen nothing like this where everyone in the world agrees on something oh you better believe every record label and our management they all were hitting all the artists and entertainers up you got to jump on this this is it if there was ever one this is the one you know and that's why i say i don't want to just put it on the baby because i don't think he was the only one that did it and i don't just want to say he did it because it wasn't him the entire industry jumped on that the whole entire hollywood yeah,
0: sheriff, <laughs> Yeah, Sharon talking somebody, oh, we're going to take come on, uh, urban off our record label. Yeah, come on, now. Come on stop it. Fake Everybody, record labels
1: oh. talking about they're going to stop playing drill music and she
0: cut it. Cut it out. Stop it. Exactly.
1: These folks are crazy, man. Like I said, don't I don't really
0: care. They just see it as a trend. they just see it as a trend to get hot and uh, use it. You know, they don't really care. Everything is still segregated anyway.
1: It's still yeah, sad. Man, it's, it's, it's
0: sad. Uh, I, I... So that's why I respect people from sharing light because if you only, if you share light on topics, uh, Mojo, that's the only how you can implement change. If nothing, if, if you don't turn on the light, nothing will, nothing will change. If back in the day, if they weren't protesting getting holes down by dogs and all of that stuff, the freedom, right? The freedom, the freedom writers and uh, freedom, sorry, freedom fighters and all that getting they bust, busted in and, and and cocktails of fire. If they wasn't putting a career and life on the line to shed a light, there would be no changes. You got to yeah. think about it. People were still getting lynched in the fifties, sixties. Yep. So even after that, so if they don't shed light, nothing's get changed. You have to shed a light. So if you shed a light and some people say it's cloud chasing, some, you know, we still need that out there. If the top rapper of the generation didn't mention nothing about George Floyd, we would probably think he didn't care. We probably would think he's selfish and just worried about his own life. But then when he do, we say, "Oh, he clout chasing."
1: I mean, honestly, I wouldn't have thought nothing of it. But like you said, I'm with you on a broad scale. Yeah, we thought he didn't give a damn. And then on a broad scale, when he do dive into it, we just say clout chase. Personally, me, I wouldn't have cared if he said nothing at all, because I don't look at him as that kind of rapper. Like you said, I don't look at him as an activist role or anything like that. But I appreciate him shedding light, just like I do with certain other artists, entertainers and athletes or whatever the case may be. But this specific George Floyd situation, like I say, it's not even about little baby. All of them jumped in on this because I don't even think they had nothing to do with it. It wasn't even a question about it before he even woke up in the morning. I guarantee you all his management, like QC, whoever they all were at his door. Yo, you got to jump on this. Drake, Kanye, all of them. Kendrick, every, you think they ain't hit Kendrick up? Kendrick, you better jump on this. You better get in on this. Yeah, you're right. All the artists, all the top artists jumped in on that because this is just something that never happened before. And that's why I say I don't want to stick to little baby, cause he, him, and the George Floyd situation, like you said, that's an anomaly. It's nothing. It's very rare that we in the world agree on something like that. People burning down police stations, banks. We get that. It's the day to day that they talk about, not little baby, but the day to day that these rappers, even Nas, let me put his ass on the clock too, Nas. All this, oh, that's brunch on Sunday, and all this, uh, me and Egyptian sir share the same complex, and all this other stuff. But you still put on your album at the end that I'll die for my hood. Stop it, bro! Stop talking like. Don't give me all this good peace, rapper. prosperity, rapper, yeah, man. And that's why I accent. said, and that's why I said, he's I gotta political. leave it like that. Gotta leave it like that. And that's why when you said you respected little baby saying he's not an activist, I do too. I respect that he said he's not in anything you hear from me. You know, I'm just shedding light on it. But don't expect me to go out here and try to put no laws in place. I respect that. Because you're right. People listen to Nas and Jay-Z and puffing them and think they're going to put a law in place for them.
0: Exactly.
1: These niggas ain't even got the power to get themselves out of jail if they had to. <laughs> Nigga. Let alone get a whole world law. Get a, thank you. Get a law <laughs> passed just for niggas in America. Who the
0: hell Exactly, the presidents
1: all. couldn't get this passed. What make you think these rappers and basketball players gonna get it passed?
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because, but thank you. Now, if Jay Z and Nas was to come up, I, that's what I'm saying. I have never heard a rapper say, "Hey, I'm trying to shed light, and I can do what I can," but I'm not a politician. Don't it? like I. I never heard Jay Z and Nas say no stuff like that. If we want to keep it real, I never heard them say no stuff like that. So for him to say, "Hey, I'm gonna continue to shed light," but no, I'm not a political science major i'm not a lawmaker but i will shed my light and try to use my platform the ways that i can i respect that i have to yeah that's it that's all that's all hey
1: it's not you know and hey no nah, like i said i feel kim I on what we're talking about because little Dirk, that was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Now, that's one Negro. I don't want to hear nothing from George Floyd or anything. I don't want to hear none of that from nobody from Chicago. As much love as I got for Chief Keefe, I want to hear from him. I'm To be honest with you, Myra, I don't want to hear from Common. I don't want to hear from Kanye. None of that. Y'all got more than enough money where you can fix the situation. Period. No,
0: they can't fix it. No, they Common can't. can't fix it.
1: Common can't fix it. Dirk and Chief them can't fix it. Kanye can he he, he can't fix it, but he can definitely amend the situation. Like,
0: what he do you mean? It. Is this, is, is this too, it's too too bad out there and too big, too bad. Like, wh- how can they fix it?
1: I mean, they- you can not fix the entire Chicago. So you take the worst neighborhood, let's just say it's um the Hunteds or whatever. Build
0: some new projects. Then
1: build some new ones. Put laws in those buildings oh, that you're oh, building. Oh, oh,
0: oh. Well, see, it's easier said than done because you do yeah. remember when Dirk tried to buy that project. And Myra, we talking about Dirk. No, no, no. It, it doesn't matter. He it ain't got he, he was willing to bid. He ain't got the money. Listen, I'm trying to tell you how the politic game goes. Ain't nobody out there in Chicago. They don't care how much money you got. If you're not in the pool of people that they want to buy it so they can still have some form of control, you won't be buying it. They didn't how much money little Dirk had they wasn't giving him that yeah but I respect his effort to say hey I bought and clean him up and turn to uh, some uh, you know so we can have places for people to live i can respect that i believe that was another, another cloud
1: team. chase but i'm with you on that it, i don't think it could it could happen so i don't know that yeah. what no system wise they weren't selling him a thing even if he had a hundred million they weren't giving him nothing
0: he didn't care exactly you know master p tried to bid on adidas they weren't giving him that you got to be careful with what you get yourself into some arrested. people hey, i'm just saying dave People don't want you in where it counts, where you have some type of control of a little piece of economic flow. Just a little piece of it. They don't want you to have that.
1: But I do believe that they would. I believe that, you know, Kanye, I believe he could have put that bid in. They might not have sold it to him, but I believe they would have gave him a number because they know what comes with him. So I believe they shot him a number, a a ridiculous number that they knew he, they felt like he probably would never be able to achieve, but they gave him a number though. I believe so. Now, Common and Dirk, now, listen. When, Man, you
0: see, I wish you. See, you at first they ain't had no it. buyers. As soon as little Dirk said, as soon as little Dirk said he wants about they say, "Oh no, all right, we got a couple buyers already." Come on, they wrap that up real quick. Like, come on now, It's they, they don't want like, don't yeah, don't. Fighting. Come on now, was, that is a whole another conversation. It, it that's what it's deeper than rap on how you can fix her situation. Now you can fix your message for sure. That's why I said like some people like. If you don't have the connection and then the money to follow up with, these, if you don't understand, there's hoods in all 50 states around the world. It's designed like that for a reason. You think somebody's going to come and let you undesign that just because you got money? No, they still they need poor people to keep this stuff afloat. Who they going to have working at the Amazons and working at all the fast foods and how, how they going to have the, the murder and the killing going so they can still have people in jail to keep the money coming flowing in jail. Come on now.
1: Yeah. This is a whole other conversation. Yeah, no, our, our pain is profitable. Obvious.
0: Can't fix this. This is something that's stamped. Well, like something I told you, been, you know, since we've been younger.
1: Yeah, no, we talking about a whole broad scale. At the end of the day, Rome wasn't built in a day. I don't want to hear about we can't fix it because we better start doing something or we'll stay in the same position we've been in because we're not doing anything. So at this point, even if you can't fix the whole Chicago, do what you can do on your end. And like you said, change your message. Give back. Let the children know that there's more for them to do out here instead of gang banging and killing. But in yet every day I get up and Agreed. see you online, you keep talking gang
0: bang. Agreed yeah i agree
1: his message ain't you changing because not you. only is it profitable for that white man it's profitable for those negroes as well that's why they're miss. that's why their messages don't change how many interviews have we done now all the rappers have said the same thing majority yeah i know it's it's wrong and it shouldn't be like this but so i get the bills paid <laughs> yeah how i pay the bills Y'all want me to stop? Hey, we're going to wrap it up. You pay my bills. Um, yeah, okay.
0: Been a whole another segment, though we could have chopped this up. This could have been a whole another segment.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, listen, it'll be a good episode, man. Uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. Um, yeah, man, we appreciate y'all coming out. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the page. New interviews on the way. More audio on the way. Um, and we're gonna do an NBA young boy review this week as well when his album drops on Friday. So be on the lookout for that.
0: Boom. I'll text you.
1: Yep.